93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday, November 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities are investigating racially charged, hate-filled messages left at the home of Collingdale Mayor-elect Felicia Coffey. The messages, which include the N-word, also call her other disparaging words and told her to die or leave the borough. Coffey said someone taped the messages to her front door of her home. Another note was left on an inside enclosed porch, uh, she says, which means the person walked through the door to get inside that area. The Collingdale police are investigating the incident. Detectives took the messages written in black marker into evidence and searched nearby properties for cameras to try to identify the suspect. Coffey said the harassment started on social media during the campaign, but she never expected it to escalate to this. Maybe they just want to scare me or intimidate me, she said. Uh, but Coffey says she's not intimidated. I understand that people are very passionate for what they believe in. I get that. But your passion should spew over in another way instead of such a derogatory way. Yep. Authorities arrested and charged a 31-year-old man on Wednesday in a hit-and-run death of a disabled Vietnam veteran in Norristown. Detectives said that Nemeas Perez Severiano of the 200 block of East Main Street in Norristown was arrested. He was driving at a high rate of speed on Sunday evening on Astor Street when he hit Samuel Jackson. Police believe Jackson, a Marine who served in Vietnam, was exiting his car when he was hit. Witnesses say that Perez then sped away southbound on Astor Street. Norristown police arrived on the scene within minutes of the accident, but Jackson was taken taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead a short time later. Uh, Perez, who doesn't have a license to drive, is charged with multiple offenses and was committed to the Montgomery County Correctional Center in place of $200,000 bail. He told investigators that prior to the crash, he was at a bar where he consumed seven or eight beers. He also told detectives that when he left, he was a little drunk. Mm-hmm. The family was worried about not being able to bury Jackson in his Marine Corps uniform. The VFW in Conshohocken put out a plea on Facebook. The response has seen over 10,000 responses. Um, a family the family now has an entire uniform thanks to the donors that they will be able to bury their loved one in. On Saturday, the family says thanks to the public's outpouring of love, they will be celebrating Samuel's uh, life, a proud Marine who truly believed in the Marine Corps. A former supervisor and director of the Hamilton Township Animal Shelter have been charged with animal cruelty. A Mercer County grand jury handed up indictments against 63-year-old Jeff Plunkett and 57-year-old Todd Benson-Vango, also allegedly uh, alleging mis- official misconduct. Prosecutors say between January of 2016 and October of 2018, 236 cats and 93 dogs were prematurely euthanized at the shelter without being offered up for adoption or held for a week, which is required by state law. The investigation va- began in uh, August of 2018 after two complaints. Jeez. In sports this morning. Nick Vucevic had 25 points and seven players scored in double figures as the Magic came up with a big fourth quarter and beat the Sixers 112-97 last night in Orlando. The Magic shot 13 for 24 in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Sixers shot 6 for 19 with seven turnovers. Over the entire fourth quarter, the Magic outscored the Sixers 32-15. to Josh Richardson led the Sixers with 19 points and Ben Simmons added 18 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Uh, they played without Joel Embiid, who had a sore left knee. The road trip continues tomorrow night with a game in Oklahoma City 
City against the Thunder. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. TJ Oshie and Evgeny Kuznetsov scored in a shootout to lead the Washington Capitals over the Flyers 2-1 last night in South Philly. Brandon Leipzig had a goal in the first period, and Brandon Holtby made 30 saves for the Capitals, who extended their point streak to 13 games and increased their NHL best total to 32 points. Claude Giroux scored for the Flyers, who have won four straight and have earned at least one point in seven straight games. The Flyers are in Ottawa tomorrow night with a game against the Senators. The puck drops at 7.30. And in Thursday night football, the Pittsburgh Steelers will try travel to Cleveland to play the Browns tonight. Kickoff is scheduled for 8.20. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. So, like I said, we're here on a Thursday morning. We're working our way through the majority of the work week. Uh, we have our Word of the Week prize that we'll give away tomorrow, the $500 Ashley's Home Stores gift card. And uh, you, listen, by the way, you can stop by your local uh, Ashley Home Stores and you can register to win our green room furniture. It's going to be set up at the camp out for Hunter. The sofa, love seat, coffee table, uh, end tables, lamps, all this other stuff. So we are in preparations for the Camp Out for Hunger, and we have an announcement this morning that we're going to get to concerning the Camp Out for Hunger, something we've never done before the Camp Out for Hunger, and should be pretty cool. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great specifically for the Camp Out itself. Yeah, we're going to yeah. take it out for a spin and see how things go this year. So we'll release that information a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we have an appearance tonight. We're going to be at the Happy Place. Happy! At the King of Prussia Mall, everybody's going to be so we're happy. We're going to be so happy. It's going to make us puke. <laughs> I can't um, wait to we'll be so whistling happy. whistling zippity-doo-dah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we'll be there from uh, 6 to 8 tonight, so we'll have your last chance to get some uh, four packs of tickets for you and uh, family members to come out tonight. Love so it. Listen for your chance to grab those. Uh, so those things are taking place on the program this morning. We will go ahead and take a break, come back in a second. I got some interesting stuff as far as the entertainment report goes. And I'm happy to say, today is a Kardashian-free. Yeah! Kardashian and Jenner-free report. The, I thought the onus, because that news was very, it was a lot of sad stories. Yes. And I thought maybe our entertainment break will give us hope. I think You just did? I think it will. I've, I've had got some very uh, good, interesting good. and fun stuff. No, no, really, I don't think there's any really bad stories. We'll right. see. We'll see when we get back. A stupid question with some giveaways, too. Returning shortly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. What does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, for starters, my competition really hates me. Watch as we get closer and closer to Black Friday. All my competition will start having their crappy sales. I must be in a business of idiots. What magical, mystical thing happened that made this diamond ring 70% less? You're just too smart to buy this crap. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Come to Steven Singer on Jewelers Row. One place, one price. Or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Let's fire up a stupid question. Give away a pair of movie tickets from Fandango for the correct answer. This question concerns Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Of course, uh, Buffy. Buffy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But she won a daytime Emmy for her work on what soap opera? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller won a daytime Emmy for her work on which soap opera? Do you know the answer? Well, then you should call if you do. 215-263-WMMR. Uh, we'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your calls. Uh, I do have some royal news coming up in the entertainment report. And so we'll start with a royal birthday. It is Prince Charles' birthday today. Prince Charles' birthday. 
heir to the throne of the United Kingdom and uh, maybe right ex-husband of the late Princess Diana. Yeah, who his knows? mom keeps going. She and, and she, she keeps going. She has no Won't signs. Would you die already? <laughs> You're slowing down. I love you, mummy, but die. <laughs> Please. I love you, mummy. Okay, I seven... love you dearly, but woman, die! <laughs> so he's 71, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there there was that notion that maybe they would just skip over him and give it right to William. And that still goes, uh, though she has made reference to the fact, I guess whether it's in passing conversation or whatever, that Charles will be, you know, getting that. But I mean, imagine you're of an age where, that's my son, my oldest is 71. Right, yeah. right. But also, so, you know, if, if they did, and I, I don't know, I would imagine. It he... goes to John Goodman, Preston. <laughs> As we've learned. Yes, King yes. Ralph. Uh, but if they were to, uh, he could very well say, you know what, I'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because it's, it's, uh, he's of that age. But then again, he's been groomed his yeah. entire life. From has been birth. told, you are the heir of the yeah. throne. You are first in line. Yeah. I don't I know. Can't, I, I can't see say, passing that. At up. least give. Uh, I'll, I'll do it for four weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe. Tie, yeah. But I mean, listen. So he can officially have the title. Longevity's in the family. Yeah, yeah. he's watching is. the crown. Most you know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, as an outsider looking in, like, who cares? Look, you know what? You know what? Like, well, I was watching like Frozen, right? And the the Hans, he was the thirteenth in line. Who cares? You're still a prince. You get to do all the prince things and all the royal things, and you don't have to worry about all the nonsense. Stop and think about it, though. Stop and think about it in the context, right? Stop and think about it. They're concerned with history. Yeah. You know, do you, to be king over a prince is is something. So I completely agree with what you're saying. That seemed like, you, you got it all. You, it's like, be the vice president. Don't be the president. Yeah, it's yeah, still I guess pretty good. You still, you still yeah. get a lot of stuff, and it doesn't but, matter. Yeah. But, but. Uh, I, yeah, but to them, I, I want to, the king. Also, uh, it's the king of England, you know. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even like it's the king it's not of Olaf. Well, it's not the king of Zamunda or whatever. Yeah, you, know, you so. don't have political power, right? Yeah, you don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't call. You don't make the calls on laws yeah. and things like that. It's it's a ceremonial head. But are you uh, saying like king of England is like the best king? Yes, of all of all, of all you the know, kings. It's the most. Yeah, king. yeah. it's the most yes. king. Yeah, it's, it's the, the highest king. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, so Prince Charles is 71 years old today. Uh, Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary of State, she is 65 today. Incredibly accomplished woman, uh, yep. concert level pianist. Pianist. Oh, wow. Does she do that? Does she perform she concerts. Does. She okay. does. Yeah. She was at the Man a couple of years ago. No kid. Yeah, that's how good she, she is. She was with Impractical Jokers. No, ah. <laughs> she's a member of the Tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. It was pretty wild. Wow, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Laura San Giacomo, we always talk about her and her large breasts every time her birthday rolls around. Because she deserves that acknowledgement, because yeah. they are enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you take the uh, movie uh, The Stand Home yet? No, no, yeah, no. no. Gotta... I've, I've got some other viewing to do, and, and uh, I, w- I will I'll eventually. I'll be curious, because uh, she's in that, and she's it. really good in it. Yeah, she plays Nadine, a very, yeah. very troubled character. Uh, but she is uh, 57 today. Josh Tamal. Uh, actor. Uh, Great guy. Yep. Super nice guy. Uh, crush for Kathy, right? You're a Josh Jamal fan. Yes, I loved him. He was on um, my soap opera. Oh, what was that? Uh, it was... Oh, come on. It was All My Children. He okay. was on for a little while. Okay. All right. Uh, nice guy who's been here before. Yeah, he's uh, 47 years old today. Uh, let's see. Oh, Patrick Warburton. Ah, oh, we were just talking about buddy, him yesterday. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Uh, he is great. What a, what a fun interview with him here. He was sensational. He was in studio. He's a huge Pearl Jam fan. Mm-hmm. He got that shirt from uh, Eddie Vedder, and then he sniffed it, and he was like, oh. 
clean. He washed it. <laughs> He's coming uh, coming back to Philly in January, so yeah. hopefully we can get him back in. He's going to be will. at Punchline uh, January 10 and 11. There is a, a super funny collection of bloopers. Obviously, you know the Seinfeld yielded a whole bunch of outtakes and stuff like that. There's a scene where they're sitting on a plane. He's sitting next to Elaine, and he, <laughs> she goes, aren't you going to... Aren't you going to, like, you know, he's just sitting there, like, just staring ahead. Yeah. Aren't you going to read or something? He goes, I don't like to read when I'm on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the one thing everyone does. It's, uh, it, 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 he just, he took this character, this little character. Oh, and, and, and milked it. Really yeah. got every bit out of it as he could, yeah. Uh, so Patrick Warburton is uh, 55 today. And the last birthday I saw worth mentioning is Stephen Bishop, the singer-songwriter. Oh, he had one decent hit called On and On, but he will forever be immortalized <laughs> in film history as the beatnik guy playing the guitar on the stairwell in the movie Animal House. Oh, no way. That's Stephen Bishop. When Bluto comes down and he's singing, I gave my love a cherry. Sorry. <laughs> that is just... Sorry. The best scene. Yeah. I love how he goes like, whoa, when the guitar is yanked yeah, from, yeah, exactly. from him. Right, right. He smashes it to bits, and Pluto, you know, uh, uh, yeah, Bel- Belushi does the, uh, sorry. Um, and, and he kept that guitar. He had the entire cast sign it. He's got it in a case. It's all destroyed and everything. What a what possibly one of the best keepsakes yeah. you could have. He also wrote the Animal House theme. At the Animal end. House. Yeah. You are correct, and uh, it, I've seen him interviewed a few times. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, he celebrates his 68th birthday today. All right, we shall see. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. What? Page, page two. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. My, my birthday. Sorry, I yeah. forgot I did on two different pages. And now you know <laughs> the whole story of the rest of the birthdays. By there the way, go. I yeah. didn't know we had this song. Yeah. So this is Stephen. Stephen Bishop wrote this, and he sings in falsetto on this. But yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that was him for a second. I'm good, right? That's good. Oh dear God! Come on! When did Come he start? On! Is this the karaoke version? It might be. It, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, let's see if it starts. Three, two, one. Here. No, it's, it's, it's Luke. That's so unsatisfying. It's a loop. It wasn't even a good loop. We do have the Homer Simpson version. Uh House. House. Okay. Anyway, uh, other birth... Other birthdays today. Here, Case, we'll need some music for this one. Well, okay. What, right, what are you looking for something else? I, forget well, about the I Animal House it. thing. Oh, you got Why it? Why don't you forget <laughs> about the Animal right. House? I don't know if this <laughs> for is a moment. or not. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, no. the same one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so unsatisfying. <laughs> we have more... Almost the effects we're looking for than the actual effect. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what do you want me to grab there, Preston? Here, it's Travis Barker's birthday uh, what, from Blink. What instrument does he play? From Blink 182. He's a drummer. Okay, I got you, bro. He's a great drummer, by the way. He was a he was originally like a marching band drumline kind of guy, and I'd have to look back in his history. He may have been in a drum of bugle corps, but I've seen him play just a snare drum in the studio, doing all his uh, drum and bugle corps stuff, which is really, really difficult as far as drummers go 
But uh, yeah, he's he's a tour de force of drumming. He's he's really he plays hard and uh, he he does exactly what Blink needs. Quick question on that stuff, Preston, and this is, has nothing to do with his career other yeah. than what you just mentioned. There's a, a viral video floating around of a guy they're calling Vanilla Chocolate. Yes, who is the lead? Saw it. Right. What is his position on that? What is he the the major the drum major? The drum major. Yeah. So, so he's doing all the moves. Yeah, he's it, it. It's an interesting story because it's a mainly black high school, yeah. and he's this white kid, and they call him Chocolate Vanilla, uh, or I'm sorry, Va- Vanilla Chocolate, Cho- or no, not Vanilla Chocolate. Not, no, hold on. What is it? It's it's um, it's like white funk or something. Anyhow, okay, yeah, sexual chocolate, uh, not sexual chocolate. They are great. <laughs> they play so fine. Don't yeah. you agree? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so sometimes in in predominantly. Uh, African-American schools that have marching bands, they really do the -the over-the-top movements uh, as far as their choreography goes. And it's really impressive stuff to see. Super precise. And and it's really funky kind of, uh, you know, like hip-hop dance moves and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this guy's out there with the baton doing these really wild movements along with these other kids. And and he got the... um, he got the uh, uh, the drum major position. The drum major directs and leads the band. He's it's the really cool that leads the band, and it's it's. I watched the video. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's, it's some I love sort it. of viral thing going on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen it. It's all over wow. the place. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, and it might be in Alabama. I'm not 100 percent sure. I saw the video, but I forgot. Home of Stephen Bishop. Uh, so, all right. Maybe. Well, there you go. <laughs> Animal house, house, house. Nobody ever went to class. Then we saw Donald Sutherland's ass. Oh Animal God. house, house, house. Animal house, house, house. Then they did the end like American graffiti. Well, you found out what happened to everyone. Thank you, Homer. <laughs> Travis Barker's 44 today. Uh, Janine Linda Mulder, the porn star. And in fact, she was on the cover of Blink-182's <laughs> yeah. Anima of the State. Uh, she was kind of a uh, an it girl as far as porn goes for a little she while. She was. She has uh, a raging uh, tattoo addiction. Uh, yeah. So she had all the tattoos up in her neck. And then she got involved in some sort of custody battle with her ex. Oh, wow. And that was in the news for a long time, so... She's a troubled life. 51 today. And then the last birthday I saw is Joseph Rev Run Simmons of Run DMC. Uh, he is celebrating his 55th birthday today. We have not met him. Uh, we did meet um, Daryl. Mi- is it Mitchell? Or, no, McDaniel. 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 Yeah. One of the best interviews For sure. ever on this radio program. I think it's it's rare that you can say an interview that we had, we know for a fact saved some lives. Yeah. That people responded to us that they had been contemplating horrible things, and he was so inspirational. Agreed. That he turned it around. But I would like to meet uh, Rev sometime. Uh, he is celebrating his 55th birthday. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller won a daytime Emmy for her work in which soap opera, 215263-WMMR is the number. We will go to Caroline for the answer. Hi there, Caroline. Hi, Preston. Good morning. Good morning. Do you know what uh, show Sarah Michelle Geller won a daytime Emmy for her work on? I, sh- I sure do. It was All My Children. Yay! 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 Did you see? Did you watch her on that? Uh, you know what? I, I remember it. I, I, she, it, it was briefly, I yeah. think. But that's why I like stopped a little bit when you were talking about Josh Duhamel. I was like, oh, do I say all my children? <laughs> Hang on. We're going down this road again. Here we go. Oh, dear God. This is Nick. <laughs> Marissa swears that this will be it. Hang on. There it is. Yeah. 
weekend. I hope it was worth the wait. Oh, All wait right. a minute. Hold on. What? Wait. I need to see a picture. I'm not thinking of the right person. Of Animal House? No. No, Josh Jamal. <laughs> oh. No, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh. <laughs> wait, is that her? You know what? Let me tell what Caroline what she won. <laughs> Are you thinking of uh, Sarah Jessica Parker no, instead? No, why okay. does it? A pair of movie tickets from Fandango start your engines. Race into theaters oh. with tickets for Fandango to see the action-packed rivalry of Ford versus Verizon. Uh, Ford versus Verizon? Variety. <laughs> oh. Uh, Ferrari. Uh, don't get sold out. Head to Fandango.com slash get tickets. What? Okay, so you know when they have a character on a soap opera and they never kill them off, they just replace them with somebody who looks nothing yeah. like them? Yeah. That's what it was. I know the character. The character was Kendall Hart, but I know the other girl okay. uh, that played played her, but Sarah Michelle Gellar apparently played her first. Selma, uh, Selma Blair counts um, Sarah Michelle Gellar as one of her dear friends. So if you follow Selma Blair on Instagram, she's with her a lot. All the time? Yeah, oh, okay. All right. On <clears throat> to the report, folks. Uh, while the royals typically expected to attend Queen Elizabeth's annual get-together at Sandringham House, uh, rule flouters Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are making other plans. What? Yep, according to a statement from Buckingham Palace, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are looking forward to extending family time towards the end of this month. Having spent the last two Christmases at Sandringham, the Royal Highnesses will spend the holiday this year as a new family with the Duchess's mother, Doria Ragland. Um, This decision is in line with with precedent set previously by other members of the royal family and has the support of Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, so she's supposedly down with this? Well, yes. Some of the royal watchers, though, are saying this is a public face she puts on. Correct. Rumors of the changeup have been brewing for days, and the plans have not been finalized. The source told Vanity Fair earlier this week they will be in America for Thanksgiving later this month, and there's a chance that they may choose to stay out there a while longer, which might mean missing Christmas. They're coming to the camp out. Uh, Hopefully. we're, We're keeping our fingers crossed. Uh, they need some time away to recharge and decide their plans for next year. Uh, the decision may have consequences, some say. We, oh, should, we should put in a request. Sure, why not? I mean, why not? Oh, you're all about charity until yeah. it comes to us. Uh, biographer Sally Bedell Smith told Vanity Fair, this could be seen as another piece of evidence that Harry and Meghan are going their own way if they don't show up for Christmas. Still, the Queen is pretty chill, Smith claimed. Uh, she said the Queen is pretty tolerant, and she may not begrudge them missing Christmas, given Meghan's mother is this in, ain't no thing is in the states. <laughs> uh, so, who will be at the Queen's seriously. side? Uh, seriously, 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 <laughs> this ain't no thing. Kate Middleton, Prince William, and their three children: George, Charlotte, and Louis. So what? So so what? A guy threw a shoe at me. <laughs> Wait, that's like George Bush, right? <laughs> I just liked it. Uh, so the the Kate and Prince and the kids will be along with the the Queen. Did you see the? Uh, you saw the the movie The Queen, right? With um, yeah, loved it. Uh, Ellen Mirren, wonderful, wonderful, yeah. and and when, and the way that she had to deal with uh, the perception of how that she was removed after Princess Diana died, and how she had to know how to. <sighs> read the crowd and, and be herself and so on and so forth. It's an amazing thing. It is a very particular, precise way they present their public image. It is. And certain rules of of their Bushido, basically, where they don't reveal anything. And the show The Queen is... It's excellent. Man, is it well done. Crown, and, and, or, I'm crown. sorry, The, the crown, crown, yeah. yeah. I do the same thing all the time. It, it is so well done, and it really... You know, there's a lot of things you don't consider. You know, and and listen, they live in they live in their own little paradise, but they also live in kind of their own little hell, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know? uh, do you ever watch The King of Queens? 
Yes, same thing. Uh, same thing. Exactly. You're right. About the monarchy. Yep, yep. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, his legal team is claiming the prosecutors opted to trick the system by failing to show a grand jury videos that would have proven his innocence. Uh, the team has filed court documents to dismiss the indictment. Do you know what we call that, Preston? Uh-uh. Exculpatory evidence. There you go. Uh, in them, do they really? Is yes, that the uh, cool. evidence that will uh, that is in favor of the accused. Uh, in them, Mark J. Heller wrote, "It is shocking and grossly inappropriate and unjust that, upon information and belief, the district attorney failed to provide and present the grand jury with the videos." Look at this freaking lawyer! Oh God! Uh, it is sad and unfortunate that the district attorney who is supposed to represent and protect the interests of all the people of the state of New York, including the interest of a defendant, uh, chose here to trick the system, adding that the grand jurors were unfairly manipulated by being placed in a position to vote on an indictment without all of the available facts. Uh, he also said prosecutor should have called his girlfriend, Claudine De Niro, to testify as an eyewitness as she was sitting Next to him during one alleged incident. She gave a, her a recorded testimony, Preston. At a Manhattan bar. Do we have that? What the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his girlfriend. Please stop calling me. That's Claudine De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gooding faces six counts of misdemeanor <laughs> sexual abuse. You sick son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what she said to him. Yeah. She, when yeah, he was right next to yeah, her. You sick son of a bitch. Doing that, yeah. And then she they, they brought in another lawyer. It was Charlie Geffen. <laughs> yeah, and she was all confused. Uh, Gooding faces six counts of misdemeanor sexual abuse and forcible touching. Oh. <laughs> He's Sorry doing... about that. What? Uh, nothing. Uh, move on, President. We're uh, working on a little thing here. Uh, you, you're going to be surprised. I missed it completely. I heard it's the name it. and I didn't know. Here and... it comes. Okay. Nah, I don't know about that. All right. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Just as good as the Animal House theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, move on. I'm, I'm sure it's probably written somewhere. I think I saw it yeah, yeah. further up. Yeah. But, uh, you did? Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> who is Charlie? Who is he? Where there, is I did he? it for you. Thank you very much. Uh, Gooding faces six counts of misdemeanor sexual abuse and forcible touching. He is due back in court on January 22nd. Angelina Jolet and Brad Pitt uh, may be officially done, but they are still bickering over their six kids. Uh, according Are to, they tussling and bickering? According to Us Weekly, Jolie is reportedly feeling vengeful over how the divorce went down and isn't afraid to deploy their kids in her battle against her ex. Oh, uh, nice. Source tells us Angelina still has a lot of resentment toward Brad. Uh, she wants him to be held accountable because she feels he turned her and her children's lives upside down. Uh, so she's punishing him by limiting his interactions with his kids and uh, hogging them on holidays. This is according to a source. That's a typical... Uh, you know, split family move. That's a typical split maybe when, family when move. it's contentious, you know? and also a lot of times when it comes from a, from a source, you don't know who's planting that, whether right. it be their lawyers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I, whenever I think about divorce, like I can't imagine the holidays must be the worst. Like I can't imagine being a mom yeah. and being like, okay, on Christmas, okay, see ya. Yeah, take it. You get them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the insider. That's the time. That's the time for family and friends, uh, and then Michelob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Weekends are made for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the insider says that uh, Jolie is. <laughs> Who is Charlie? Where is he? Oh, God. Wow. 
As Cuba Gooding's Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s girlfriend, uh, Claudia De Niro, when attorney Charlie. Yeah. Who is Charlie? Where is he? Is this Charlie? <laughs> uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt? Yeah. yeah okay, we're so, that. no, we're not. Uh, um, um, we're in the middle of it. Oh. Uh, the insider says that uh, Jolie is using her kids as a weapon against her ex, and as a result, Brad's lost count of all the times that they haven't been able to see him on special occasions. Uh, one of her main peeves is that Brad allegedly gave and then withdrew permission for Jolie to move abroad with the kids uh, before the divorce. The entire family led a very nomadic existence, and that was because of her restlessness, a source said. But her restless nature reportedly led to fighting because Brad believed the kids should stay in one place and grow up there. Sorry, she impresses me as a good mom. He impresses me as a good dad. This was something that just didn't work out between them. Well, philosophically speaking, you know, they have different parenting styles and and parenting philosophies. She wants them to see the world. He's like, no, they need to be rooted somewhere. And there's probably merit in both philosophies. I agree, Case. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's very interesting. Did we mm-hmm. learn nothing from Stephen Bishop? <laughs> <laughs> I would be of the stay in one place yeah. type of person, but there are people who are like, look, there's a huge world out there. We should we should expose. And uh, for every five ways that it works well with yeah. a kid, it, uh, there are another five cases where it sort of screwed people up. You never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Listen, I uh, obviously grew up in this area. I haven't moved very far in my life, and I'm and I'm happy with that now. You know, part of me is stunted as a result of that. I, you know, haven't seen much of the world. And now I'm, I'm, I'm sort of playing catch up. I have friends that are from other countries now, right? So I have friends that are from South Africa, Germany, uh, England, Ireland, and so what they end up doing with their summers and what they could have done with their, you know, like hey, you go to school from September to May, June. And then you'll get to see the world from you know June to to August or whatever, and that and that's what my friends do. And, the, and like you basically won't see them all summer long because they just you know basically go on summer sabbatical. Uh, I would also say this about the kids for Brad and Angelina is that uh, one way to punish them is to limit access to the other parent. And so you know, as yeah. a divorced parent, yeah, um, you, mostly you want your your child to be able to spend time with the other parent. There are exceptions, of course, uh, but you know, the, in the end, um, this is punishing to the kids. Uh, you know, to separate them like that from both parents. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, moving on to happier stuff. Tom Hanks opened up in a sprawling interview with the New York Times about what becoming a father was like at twenty one. I didn't know he was dead that yes. early, and why he can never play a villain. So Hanks, of course, is appearing as the ultimate nice guy, Fred Rogers, in the upcoming biopic, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, Hanks, who is 63 now, first became a dad at 21 years old. And he says his uh, four kids were raised completely differently because their age span is so large. He's a father to Colin. We know him as an actor. He's 41 years old. Elizabeth is 37. They're from his first marriage to Samantha Lewis. And then you have Chet and Truman, who are 29 and 23, uh, whom he had after marrying Rita Wilson in 1988. She's a lovely uh, Rita Wilson, <laughs> lovely woman. And he said, I start thinking about the mistakes that I made with my own kids and not explaining things or not being there for them mm-hmm. or being so preoccupied with other things that are going on in our adult world. Uh, talking about his early days of fatherhood. He said, my son Colin was born when I was very young, as well as my daughter Elizabeth. Uh, we have this gestalt understanding because Colin and Elizabeth Remember when their dad was just a guy trying to, you know, make the rent. My other kids, they were born after I established a beachhead in every way. Yeah. And so their lives were just different. Still, he admits that even after 40 plus years, he's still figuring out the whole parenthood thing. 
This uh, this is uh, good news to me. <laughs> um, I, I like to hear this, especially with a guy who you see as together as him admitting something like this. He said, somewhere along the line, I figured out the only thing, really, I think, eventually, a parent can do is say, I love you. There is nothing you can do wrong. You cannot hurt my feelings. I hope you will forgive me on occasion. And what do you need me to do? You offered that up to them. I will do anything I can possibly do in order to keep you safe, and that's it. Offer that up and then just love them. And he keeps it as that simple. So I don't have kids, obviously, but I've, you know, in my life, I've seen things from people who are, who, um, you know, uh, who beat themselves up for being, they think, inferior parents. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're, 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 you know, you're a good parent, but they, uh, I think there's this this uh, this myth of this perfect parent where there's no I've seen in my own family where there's the absolute environment is loving and wonderful and, and amazing and yet still you have issues. You, it's that's what it's going to be. The, it's the luck of the draw, and you just it, it's Preston the the scene in Parenthood where the grandmother describes life as a roller coaster. No, that's it. It's great. That's I just it. On the other day, I was just watching that very scene. Yeah, but but as a parent, I I, I find the most. Uh, concerning times i mean there's a lot of concerning times but one of them happens to be when when they will ask you a question a life question and you don't really have a good answer for them <laughs> yeah. and i'm like wow ask mommy i suck man yeah, yeah. <laughs> go look on the internet <laughs> what is this what does mr rogers say? let's look that up yeah together. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, um, i feel like i talk too much when that happens and then i'm like he is not listening at yeah. all well yeah because they don't, you know, especially at, at his I try age. to talk myself right. through it, you right. know, and yep. I'm learning as I'm speaking. I'm like, he's gone. Or I realized that. I didn't realize till that moment that, dear God, I really don't know the answer yeah, to yeah. this. You know what I mean? You I know, thought you I can't knew know the answer, all the answers. But I don't really know the answer. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. This is, this is pretty cool. Hanks admits that uh, niceness is his trademark and that he has been known to use it to his advantage. And I find this very interesting. He said... I realized that I used it over and over again, the ability to seduce a room, seduce a group of people, and that it started off that when I was very young as a self-defense mechanism, but then turned into a manipulative kind of thing because I didn't realize that I was as good at it as I was. He said, and part of that is uh, I am not malevolent. I'm not mysterious. And this means he could never play a villain. I'm not mysterious. You're not going to get a huge amount of anger out of me or anything like that. I'm not coming in to dominate a room, but I am coming in to seduce it somehow. Mm. And that means uh, he, can, he can never be a villain. He said, I recognized in myself a long time ago that I don't instill fear in anybody. Now, uh, he said, now that's, uh, d- that's different from being nice, you know. I think I have a, uh, a cache of mystery, but it is not one of malevolence. It's because I... <clears throat> It's because I never get them because uh, uh, bad guys, by and large, require some degree of malevolence that I think that I don't think I can fake. So here's the deal. In that movie uh, with... Uh, the Circle. The Circle. Yeah, he kind of played a malevolent character. Yeah. What about oh, yeah. uh, Rhoda Perdition? Is he... Uh, n- yeah, he's a hitman, but he's a loving father. Yeah. So they, but he's sort of, sort of an anti-hero in yeah. Rhoda to Perdition. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. They're, 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 <clears throat> they're trying to elude Jude Law, who is the, um, the uh, hitman who's after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's a good hitman. He's a good hitman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to read this whole article. It's in the New York Times. Uh, one of the five women who accused Louis C.K. of misconduct in 2017 in the New York Times report 
is clarifying a few details. And uh, oh boy, yeah. is it worse for Louis? Yeah, I think oh so. boy, uh, Julia Walov, one of the creators of it's nothing you haven't already heard. All right, of, all right. But uh, one of the creators of Dana and Julia uh, wrote, contrary to Breslin's accounting of what CK did, was not done uh, with consent. We never agreed nor asked him to take off all his clothes and pleasure himself to completion in front of us. Oh. But it didn't matter because the exciting part for him was the fear on our faces. Dear God. Uh-huh. Why? So he's kind of brushed this yeah. off and people are kind of, I mean, he would, that's Listen, what he would do. Oh I'm God. not victim shaming here or, or blaming at no. all. Why do you stay in that room? What you know what I mean? Like if if if, if it wasn't something hey, that I, I wanted to see, uh, I you know unless you were locked in there, so I you know all right. it, 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 it maybe I, every, I shouldn't. I should just shut. I know up, what you you're know what saying. I, mean? like, I know what you're saying. However, I, I can completely understand the deer and headlights thing. Yeah. I can completely understand the. This guy is a mover and a shaker, and what do I do, and, and what's going on, and you don't know what to do, and before you know it, it's done. Yeah. Uh, so, no, my, my heart goes out to these, as I know yours does as well, to these yeah. women who are placed in this horrifying situation. Uh, and, and then who's a Tig? Um, Antaro. Yeah, so she, she told the story sitting across the desk, and she could tell that he was, he was pleasuring himself behind mm-hmm. the desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. This, is, this, is, this is the M.O. for who's... Absolutely hilarious yeah. and, a, and a genius comedically, but there is some wire disconnected in him. Get, getting up and getting out of there wouldn't have made this any less yeah, effed yeah. up than it is. No, Casey. no, no. I agree with you, but like, but she said to completion, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm, how long did you yeah. and watch this? Like, I'm getting out of here, Kathy. Oh, it's, no. it's Are you kidding you. me? If it's me and you. As soon as the button <laughs> You better not do that again. All right, hang I'm on. I'm out. All right, yeah. but, uh, Running away crying. But I have no power over you, right? Um, So so there's part of that. You know, there's this, this power thing, I guess. Like if it was Bill Weston. Right, if it was Bill no, Weston. No, are you kidding me? I would be running and crying. Listen, I don't know the scenario, but yeah. it was it was in a hotel room, I think. It yeah. was in an office. Oh, it was uh, in an yeah, office. I think yeah. it was in his office with with the TIG, it was. Maybe he was in the bathroom. He started doing it in there, and he walked out in the room right at about the time he was going to okay. put on a show. All right, all right. Well, I don't know, Kenny. I don't know the scenario. Kathy, either. I've got yeah. a little extra something for your fish box. Jesus, dear God. <laughs> oh. Maybe you can put this in your bitch box. <laughs> God. Oh my God! That's, See, that, so that's a double entendre. There. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's the scenario that would never happen because Bill is a uh, is a good boss. He's an upstanding and, and man. Not he's a, an okay he, boss. And he would only do that. He's to a us. great boss. Yeah. Yeah. He'd yeah. only do it to the guys yeah. on the show. Bill is no Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is better than Louis. Bill's too busy mis- wow. mis- misassessing accents. Yeah. Oh my wow. God! I can't with that. What are you from Australia? Oh, okay. What? Uh, let's just do one more story here. Uh, well, it's happening. HBO Max uh, and Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Perry, uh, Matthew Perry, and David Schremer, as well as series creators David Crane and Marta Kaufman are collaborating on an unscripted reunion special that would celebrate the 25th anniversary of Friends. Uh, so, unscripted. Reunion special. They'll probably sit around and talk. Chat. And, sit, sit and, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be, and that's totally fine by me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I would imagine they'll play clips and, and behind the scenes chatter and banter. I wish they would do a regular one though. A regular episode. Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah. Uh, Case, you had mentioned that, uh, and, and I, I went and did this after you had said to watch Friends and see if it's funny or not. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I found it humorous. The, okay. ep- the particular episode that I that I went and watched, I was flipping through, and I'm like, it's on. I'll, I'll take the Casey test. It was when Ross accidentally got spray tanned like 50 <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. Oh, that's a great I one. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> that, that Honestly, there are so many moments like that, and Ross is one of the centers of the, the comedic element uh, when, he, uh, when he got his teeth whitened. Did oh, you see that? Yeah, 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 that was great. <laughs> or the one that he's wearing leather pants. I didn't see that. Yeah, uh-huh. he's and he's trying to put talcum powder. Okay. Yeah, they, they they the conceits they came up with on the show were great and spoke to that particular uh, time period. Of yeah. all the uh, the shows that have come out over the last few years, what's the best reunion show? I mean, the, the meaning, Rose, Roseanne, Full House. Meaning getting back together yeah, and Will and, and Grace and, and doing know, scripted stuff. Yeah, yeah. Will Fuller and Grace House. was oh, no. well. Will and I see. I I watched like one of Fuller House, but Will yeah. and Grace I liked because they just went right back into it. Like mm. that's what I think Friends should do is, is just go right back into it. We'll see where they are. It's the same characters, similar jokes. It, I don't know. I liked Will and Grace. I thought they did a good job with it. I got. I didn't watch the original uh, Full House, but I did watch a few episodes of Fuller House. Did you like it? And as as cheesy as yeah. the comedy comedy is I found it fun. I took a, I'm trying to think of what well, what would be a um, Beverly Hills, yes. Steve. <laughs> we know oh, that, that was sensational. <laughs> what about Arrested Development? They came back, right? Was yeah. that any good? That the was second? very good, actually. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. the same uh, as, as you know, pretty similar tones as it was ten right. years ago or whatever when it first debuted. All right, uh, we're ready for the clips. Oh, let's do it. Castle Rock features characters and themes from the stories of Stephen King and the fictional town of Castle Rock, Maine. In this clip, Paul Sparks talks about the subtle influences King's work has had on the series. They're like virus, you know, that sort of are infiltrating our everyday lives. They're like sneaking out and trying to like be amongst us. That there is a certain amount of like, don't be noticed, don't be seen, fit in, you know, but just be a little off. Whatever. So I watched uh, Castle Rock and I was all in. I'm a huge King fan. As did I. And I was kind of disappointed by it. As was I. Um, which is too and bad. Though it started really it, solidly. It started really strong. And I and, think it lost its way. Yeah, I agree. So, but I, I'll give it a, I'll give it another shake. I'll, I'll go for it and try it out. Uh, season like two. Like Louis C.K. Uh, Castle Rock <laughs> is available to stream on Hulu now. I'm just finishing up. I'm, I've been on a, on a King run lately. I just read uh, The Shining and Doctor Sleep, and I'm right. I'm, I will finish today. Uh, Firestarter. I'm trying to go back to some of his earlier. How works. is Firestarter? I'm enjoying the hell out of really? it. Really? Yeah. Uh, so the uh, I remember I I did I read any King? I read some short stories. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I did read. I always preferred to see the cinematic version of whatever he was doing because I just wanted to enjoy that more. Uh, but I remember Firestarter being a pretty good movie. Yeah, I found the most fascinating part of that story was the the stalker, the the the, the uh, George C. Scott character. Yeah, so his name is uh, uh, oh man, I'm, I'm, it's uh, John uh, Rainbird, I think. It right, is. and he is he's a messed up. But character. he's like he yeah. also thinks he's doing good. He's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's he's, he's got this twisted yeah. uh, the reason why he wants to kill her. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, the series? Uh, I don't remember the date, but eleven twenty two sixty four or whatever it was. I did. Um, yes. Did you watch it? You I watched did. the whole thing. Okay. What did yeah. you think of that? I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't great, but it was good. That's a Stephen King thing, right? Yep. Yeah. And the book's supposed to be fantastic. So. Damn, I was uh, a year off. Eleven twenty two sixty three. Correct. You watched eleven five fifty five. That's my liquor right. combo. <laughs> Let's do the next clip. Uh, in the Good Liar. 
Con man Roy Courtney attempts to manipulate Betty McLeish into giving him her life savings. And here Helen Mirren describes what it takes to act like a good liar. You have to utterly convince yourself as the character, not as an actor, as the character that you are telling the truth. And that is a weirdly difficult thing to do. Whatever. Uh, the Good Liar premieres tomorrow, by the way. All right. It looks like a good movie. I want to see that, and I want to see the uh, Ryan Johnson movie, Knives Out. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of good stuff. Week, right? Yep. All right, and that is what we have for you, entertainment news-wise. Uh, we have an announcement coming up. We should probably get to that. Well, are we going to do that around Bizarre File? You think the time? You think that's I a good spot so. to do it? Let me see if there's... Yeah, that usually says place. a time on it, right? Uh, I didn't, it says 11.555. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have any particular time. So. Okay. You know what? Let's do it next. Okay. I, I think that'll be cool to reveal this information next because uh, we will make sure that we um, pass that info along regularly. you being like by, Fonzie. By the way, I missed this uh, the other day. A couple of new Daily Rush videos that I want to uh, plug. Uh, Doodle Peen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've not watched did you watch yeah. it? Oh my god, is it funny? Is it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's because it's we are just all over the place. And then the cartoon character of Doodle Peen with the D antenna and the P antenna. <laughs> who drew that? Cracks me up. I don't know who the artist was, but I'm impressed. It's a it's a riff off of uh, Mickey Mouse and kind of like Doodle Bob yeah. from SpongeBob. But look at his antenna. I know it's D and P. It's brilliant. <laughs> Doodle Peen. Who did that, Marissa? Enter Jack. Oh, yeah. Jack well has been doing some awesome Daily Rush videos. Very creative. Uh, so that's available now. And also, <laughs> there's one called Kapackle. <laughs> oh, it, I yeah. don't remember that. Kapackle. Oh, is that me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's spelled C U P A C L E. Kapackle. It says Nick started a news network for all your breaking news. Kapackle. Uh, you can watch these videos now at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. It's sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar, so we urge you to go take a look at the Daily Rush videos. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Make sure you stay close. If nothing else, Tool fans are patient. Your wait is nearly over. WMMR is giving away free Tool concert tickets all this weekend. We're also playing the best Tool tracks every hour as we prepare for this month's sold-out show at Wells Fargo Center. We want you to experience the power and mystery of Tool live in concert. So, listen and win all weekend long on 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. So, announcement time. Uh, Casey, if you would, thank you very much. Casey on the tippity, by the way. Uh, we are excited to announce the official details of the Preston and Steve 2020 Totally Office calendar release yeah! party. And I... <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've been receiving a lot of emails as of late saying, uh, what's up? What's going on? You guys haven't said anything about the calendar yet as far as the release party goes. Are you doing one this year? Oh, Is this happening? I'm right with you. A lot of our yo bro dozer. What gives? And sure enough, we are. But 
Not unlike the President and Steve show, ever-evolving, we are changing things up. And I and I, this year, and I want to thank uh, Marissa Magnata, who had the original idea a yes. couple of seasons ago, to, uh, to maybe try this out. So... We are going to move the location of the calendar release party. For years and years and years, we've done it. Chickies and Pete's have had a blast there. It's been great. It's always nice to change things up a little bit. And we also realized that we did it about a week before the Camp Out for Hunger. And we were still in the prep stages for the Camp Out for Hunger. And why not combine these two great things and put them together? Two great tastes that go great together. <laughs> and so we are going to do it at the Camp Out for Hunger this year. Yeah! I love this, Preston. Yeah, so our release party, and also it's another opportunity for uh, people to come down to the Camp Out for Hunger who maybe just went to the calendar release party and didn't come to the Camp Out for Hunger. You can now knock both of these out in one shot and make a donation while you're there. And it's a uh, it's the ultimate blessing and curse. The Camp Out is usually a huge event, and, uh, you know, there's the calendar there, and it we run out of the calendars, you yeah. know, by the end of the thing. This will combine them both. So here's what we're going to do. The official release party for the Preston and Steve Totally Office calendar is going to be on Wednesday night, December 4th. The campout will be underway and we'll be right there at Xfinity Live. So we're going to do it inside Xfinity Live, 6 to 9 p.m. And you'll come in. All of the girls will be there. You'll get to meet them. You'll get to... Get their autographs, have their their actual month signed by yeah. them, and we will all be there. We're already going to be there for the camp out for hunger, so uh, we'll we'll just have a party inside Xfinity Live. So instead of being in the tent that night, we'll be over in Xfinity Live for this calendar release party. Your chance to get it signed the way mm-hmm. that you're used to getting it done, the old way. It's just going to be uh, at a new location during the camp out. And all yep. you have to do is make a donation to the camp out for hunger. They give you the calendar there. Yep. You walk right into Xfinity Live. We'll be there. All the girls will be there. That is correct. So it's one of our favorite events that particular night. It's a party. Uh, the the ladies look phenomenal. We're always having a good time. We get you get to see them for the first time in, in the person in person. So. And don't think for a second that you know that's going on there. Uh, one Jackie Bam Bam will be holding down Willie Not at the uh, yeah at the tent. Right. At the tent. So, so so we are uh, MMR is uh, running the Flyers game on Thursday night. So yep. Jackie won't be on. He's normally does a Thursday night broadcast from Camp yep, yep. Hunger. Jackie will be doing it on Wednesday night instead. And so we got a lot going. We got stuff in the tent. We got stuff in Xfinity Live. It's just part of our uh, Camp Out After Dark series. Yeah, that's something going for on. everybody. So if you don't like girls, but you like a full grown man in girls' clothes, yeah, uh, you yeah. can go see Jackie. Yep. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> if that's your thing, we got you covered. Yes. Whatever you want. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And we do have uh, more announcements about Camp Out After Dark, some uh, different entertainment events that will be taking place in the evening for you to come by. And participate in. There's a lot of activity with the campout that's already going on. We, yep. you know, uh, we had our buddy Jeff by from uh, the uh, the Porsche Club. They're doing a big car show the Saturday before the campout for hunger. It's crazy. Uh, putting all their collections together. So there's going to be a, a full on car show down there at the sports complex on that particular day. I'm looking at my calendar. As all these things get mentioned up, and they, they, it is so jammed with stuff. But s- so much stuff, Preston. That's going to. Uh, 
I think, you know, raise the bar yeah. on the camp out. It was certainly, we're certainly coasting high, but I think we're going to another level. Uh, you can get uh, the information events at WMMR.com for complete details. Just click on that and you'll find out. But just again, I want to remind you, Wednesday night of the Camp Out for Hunger, which is December 4th, that's when we're doing our calendar release party. Uh, he texted me, by the way, Kathy, and he says that uh, Jackie this is, says that the mummers are going to be there on Wednesday night, too. So see oh, guy dressed like a lady and then with a whole bunch of mummers in the tent as well. <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of calendar, Calendars. Did you guys get your calendar invites from Casey? <laughs> yes, I did. The emails like yesterday. Oh, oh, good. Sent out. Yeah. Well, not only did you guys, the President and Steve Show members, <laughs> receive them, the entire company got them from Casey. Uh, so he sent out. What we do is we have um, we have a uh, uh, a network uh, email system set up where you know obviously you can communicate with the entire company if you want to, or sections of the company if you just want to send to, uh, something to all of engineering. You yes. can do that. All of programming, you do that. All of sales, or or, or just one radio station staff because there's four stations here collectively, or you can send it to the whole company. Uh, or the local cluster, all our radio stations, you know, loads of people, you know. So Casey sent out all these calendar invites for people to mark some of the events that are coming up for the Camp Out for Hunger, some bands that will be appearing, some of the guests that will be appearing, and it automatically puts puts it into your calendar when you accept it. Uh, Casey sent it. He only meant to send it to us and maybe our programming department. Uh, I, I meant to send it to only the Philadelphia cluster Sales department. Oh, who did, who did you and, send and, it to? And and I blame Trish Long because she and I were having a conversation yesterday, and she's like, "Well, you know, when are we going to know like what you guys have going on this week?" And if you guys recall, we had a, like a little bit of a powwow last we did. week, very productive. And uh, wait, wait, wait. So it, somebody, so yeah, it went to people not in Philadelphia. Oh God, Kath. Oh my God, I thought it was just here. Yeah, no, 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 no. Beasley. So, yeah, the whole company based out of Florida, by the oh way. My yeah, God. based yeah. out of Florida. I mean, they have stations in Vegas, Kathy, Boston, I mean, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, all, all over, over oh my God. all over the country. So, case, so, okay, so I just real quick, I got a bunch of responses because you forwarded something that I had put on the calendar yeah. uh, about uh, with with the flyers involved, and I got responses Casey. from. Uh, salespeople in Florida blaming me for what you did, and yeah. and I know that it was it was a mistake. But like, I, the people that I don't know are yeah. emailing me saying, "Why why are you letting me know about this?" I mean, it, it it it's funny. I got a big kick out of it yesterday. I mean, I mean, I, at first I was like mortified. It, it's funny because the first calendar invite I sent over was uh, we're gonna have Tony Monaco from you know he's like the <laughs> yeah. manager from uh, Xfinity Live. We're gonna have him come by the camp out and talk about you know you know thanking him for for yeah. you know allowing us to 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 be at their uh, their venue and uh, so I, I get all these declines and I'm like oh these must be because pe- I don't know any of these names right. and I'm like oh these must be people that were on the um, Xfinity Live side of things I'm like because I don't know these names Easy. or whatever <laughs> and then Kath I was getting. It was just a thousand emails oh of, of people declining my calendar invites. And then it dawned, I'm like, oh, crap, because I clicked on all sales, all BBGI sales. Okay, <laughs> Which used to be, well, not BBGI, but if you clicked all sales, it was MMR sales department. Yeah. So now it's company. Now it's yeah, company. So, company so because Trish has, has asked more than once about, well, wh- when are we going to know what's going on? And I thought somebody was supposed to <laughs> forward all of these things to our sales staff, this and they didn't. I said, you know what? Way just, to go, Trish. I'm just going to take care <laughs> of this. Her. Hey, no. listen, she's just thorough. Like, she's just she's thorough. Thorough. what's going on. And sarcastic. here's the original, the original I'm being thing sarcastic. was. 
you were going to send to Antez, right? And mm-hmm. Antez was going to send it out. Wasn't yeah. that the case? And, and, and apparently that had not happened yet. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just take care of it. It's not that big of a deal. I'll just and then so I'll just add. You, you just know, split I'll, everyone I'll, in the country. I'll now. add the sales staff to to the calendar invites. It's not going to affect anybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that I've already sent these counter invites to, it's not going to affect anybody. Well, lo and behold, I sent about 20 separate calendar invites. Before you realized? Uh, because I, I, I just gone, th- like, I just bust all through boom, it, boom, man. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, dude, there it is. All staff. Boom, 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 boom. And. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I, so I sent it to, I don't know how many people, a thousand people? Who knows how yeah, many sales probably. people there are in our entire company? But here's in the Philadelphia thing. and Detroit and New Jersey and, and Florida and Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. But, Case, here's the thing. As far as the responses go and some of the not-so-nice ones you're getting, I mean, obviously, if I got something like that, I would laugh. Obviously, that was a mistake. You didn't do that on purpose. Like, did the person in Florida really think you did this on purpose? Relax. Uh, well, so I got... And then I had to send an apology email to everybody so, <laughs> so everybody gets all these invites from me. And then I finally realized what I have done. So I, I just write an email apologizing. Hey, I, I meant to send this to Philadelphia. I apologize. I'm, I'm new to this whole computer thing. Uh, and some people got a kick. <laughs> some people got a kick out of that email. Uh, but then I got some nice responses. And then there are people, Steve, and I'm one of them. That hates the all reply, reply oh, all. Oh, totally, yeah. And so this is kind of like the equivalent of the right. reply all. So some people were fine, and then other people were like... But it was a mistake. Pissed. Hang on, let me so, get... Marissa yeah, has yeah, a comment. Marissa? I just needed to know, like, is it common knowledge that you can also accept a calendar invite but not send a response? Yeah, you, you, you can that? also yeah. you can also just yeah. delete the email. Just and, delete it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. because well, and the yeah, but I if ask... you just delete it, you still get the messages that come in. Oh, okay. Well, like you, if if all these people were replying yes, you would get that. So, like Nick was saying, anything that that I put on the calendar, or Nick put on the calendar, that Casey forwarded, we got the responses. <laughs> right. yeah. So a lot of people who thought they were responding to Casey were responding to us, right? So I, as I, well too. And so I had seven hundred and sixty three emails, <laughs> and so that's why I was wondering, literally. How many emails oh did you get? Casey? So just to clarify, I del- I got the message. So I, I know everything's there, and then I, I just deleted them. I would not get all those angry yeah. responses, correct? Because you didn't accept it, right? right. You, did, also, you didn't accept the calendar invite. Right. Also, correct. Steve didn't put anything on the calendar. Yeah. Right, so right, Casey right. put stuff on the calendar. I put stuff on the calendar. And Marissa did, and Casey forwarded a bunch of those invites. So what I what I had to do is for the things that I put on the calendar, <laughs> I uh, added all staff. To that, oh, and then yeah. anything that I didn't put on the calendar that Nick or Marissa put on the calendar, <laughs> I forwarded <laughs> that to everybody in the entire sales cluster across the entire company. I, but, like, you know, some people called the radio station, Preston. Oh, seriously? Oh, yeah. Tina, uh, who was our receptionist, Tina comes in and she goes, yeah, and he wasn't very nice about it. Like, he, like, he, like yelled at, we, he yelled at me, and I'm like... You need to understand, though, and Kathy, you know this, so in some of the markets, you know, and it'll happen when we get on calls for, say, a national client. Right, right. And you'll, you'll, it is basically, hey, guys, we have this new type of pen. And uh, and then you'll get the person who's in a market where perhaps not a lot's going on, and you'll get, hey, we are just absolutely thrilled to be using the new uh, ballpoint pen. A question, when you hold the pen, are you pressing the pen between your thumb and index finger? <laughs> the bulk of the pen. Come on! So, so what they do is they get so wrapped up, they've got to, now they, they have something to do, so now they're going to be pissed off. 
don't don't you realize I'm dealing with a pen endorsement here? Like, <laughs> these emails are coming through, and I can't I can't take this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just so, can't. I just can't imagine that um, somebody wouldn't know that that was a mistake. That's just, oh, just as people already have a stick. Can up their I get ass. an example of of some mean things that were said? I, so I don't. I mean, it wasn't necessarily like, "Hey, you're an a hole," because I you know think people people are uh, professional enough to was not. Was it? I don't have time for this type of thing. Kinda, and then like you know. 10 exclamation points. Please. Or like all ca- stop. I saw one in all caps. Yeah, please stop sending me that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm like, hey, listen. It was a mistake. Do, it was a mistake. And you don't, said an apology. Don't act like I took a dump on your kitchen floor and made you clean it up. Like, right. just, you have to hit delete 20 times. Take into consideration the fact that I'm going to be answering emails. All day long because of this. You know what I mean? I somebody called Tina and yelled at her. Somebody That's called, wrong. Somebody to Kathy's called point, Eric Simon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but to Kathy's point, again, you, a, a, a sane person would realize, yeah. I would know instantly this was a mistake, and I would know what to do. But I, but again, you know how we talked about oh, it yeah. earlier this morning, how people can get. And so, yeah, and you don't take it out on the receptionist. Yeah, and, and they took it out on Eric Simon. Somebody called Eric Simon? Somebody called Eric Simon? I'm like, <laughs> why? Because you had to hit delete 20 times? Like, come on, You man. know what, though? I think, too, a lot of people aren't used to the volume of emails that we get. Sure. So for us, that's not a big deal. But somebody who, you know, keeps their email up to date and has exactly, you know, yeah. has answered every email. Oh, uh, <laughs> so now I want to speak to Kathy Romano. <laughs> uh, leave a message for her. Kathy. This is uh, Bill Lawrence in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> I got to tell you something. I'm here trying to learn how to use a ballpoint pen. <laughs> well, I forgot and to I get these messages coming in, and you're detracting from my day's workload. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys. I made it worse because <laughs> after I realized the mistake, I sent. Then I sent an email out apologizing to everybody. So now they got an extra email from me, and then I'm like, okay, I got I got to make this better. <laughs> so I went back into the calendar mm-hmm. and I took them all off of the uh, calendar invites, which is another alert. which is another alert. Oh so yeah, they, then you they, have to accept the yeah. removal of it from the calendar. So, so they all got twenty 21? separate cancellation emails. I, I tell you what, here honestly, Casey with the uh, yeah. with, <laughs> with the with the architecture of this email That's... system. God bless it. I I know that there's things like like uh, like spyware and malware and and, yeah. and and taking control of your bubble. I get it, and it, it's a thing that all major companies have to be worried with. I more I just I I rarely use my work email because you guys have to because you're booking stuff through the show. Yeah. But I find it more annoying. Uh, to to use that, I just my, my personal account. Casey, I love the that you sent that that they got all those e- removals, <laughs> and that's the classic. I made it worse scenario. Uh-huh. I was trying to fix things, and oh my god, I made it worse. Steve, that's the Roomba that is uh, tracking your cat puke and poop. Yeah, no, you, you, in theory it should have been wonderful, and then by trying to fix it, you exacerbated it. Yeah. But I was really excited to get my uh, uh, CMA Awards uh, pool email yeah. company as well. I don't yes, care yes. about no. that. No. So what's worse, that or uh, somebody trying to sell uh, furniture on uh, through company email? I don't mind that. I don't mind really? that. I don't mind those. No, what it, if you never know? You it might be something you might want. I, I mean, it, most of the time it's not, but somebody might have something. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm in hey, on I that. I have a wonderful selection of ballpoint pens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reply no, all though I, reply I really all. just yeah. don't get why why would you reply all? You know what I why? do when somebody achieves something you know at a great level here at the company they get an award or something along those lines I text them personally so the email will come out saying hey congratulations to Joe Bell for winning yeah. this award 
I don't go, hey, everybody, I'm saying congratulations to, to this. Jo- I- yeah. Just reply to him. Just reply, reply to him directly to him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. need, need to know to that you think he did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me go to some calls. Our, our phone lines are lit up here. I'm going to go to Hank. Hi, Hank. Good morning. Casey, you really dropped the ball. This <laughs> <laughs> That's Bill Weston yeah. on the phone. Done, Hank. <laughs> What's your story, man? Oh man! So so I sent a I sent a calendar invite to the whole company before I was a DSM for Coca Cola, and I sent a calendar invite to the whole company, and then people are replying, "This doesn't apply to me. This doesn't apply to me." And then you just hear the phone. You look over and hear the phone, and you just it's just bling 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 bling, and I'm like, "Oh Christ!" So I pick it up, and then you see people like, "This doesn't apply to me," and then you see people say hitting reply all saying. Stop hitting reply all. And I'm like, well, what the hell was the point of that? Why that? Oh my god! Uh, you just get yeah, like Casey said, you get a thousand emails that you have to sit there and swipe, 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 and it takes the rest of your life to delete all those emails. And they already frown on you because you're the DSM, which is yeah. sucking mouth and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're already thinking yeah, that you had this really no, no, I, dude, I, that's a nightmare scenario. Thanks, yeah. Hank. I appreciate it. All right, guys, have a good flight. Uh, thank <laughs> you, good flight, flight too. Yes, love that. Two good ones. He, he, he knows his game, man. He's good. Uh, let's go to, let's go to Justin. Hi, Justin. Good morning, sir. Hey guys, sorry to bother you at work. Nah, it's all right. What's up, man? Hey, long time listener, first time caller, but I had to uh, call in about this one. I mean, I work for a big Fortune 500 company (laughs) and I won't name names, but, um, I get this all the time and it pains me to no end. And it's only really because. I work for a certain department, and that department has my specific store number, but also has the specific department that goes across the entire company. And it happens all the time where somebody hits my specific department but goes to the entire company, and I spend half my day trying to figure out what the problem is and why I'm involved in it. And then I get to about noon, lunchtime, and realize this isn't even for me. So, so, yeah, so Justin, there you are at work. You get something that indicates that you think, okay, I guess in some way I'm part of this situation or scenario. And then you've got a CSI why you're connected to it, and mm-hmm. there goes half your work day. Absolutely. And that, that's the funny part about it is, like, sometimes you can laugh it off, but sometimes it's just like, <laughs> I could have spent half the day doing so many other things. It's ridiculous. So Yeah, no, I feel your pain. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Cool, man. They're trying to get in touch with they're you right now. You now. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that. They found weird. him. Uh, destroy Justin. Destroy Justin. <laughs> um Listen, if it, if it happens on a regular basis, I could see how annoying yeah. that would that would be. But this one-time mistake. Uh, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to a victim of this uh, of this occurrence that took place yesterday. Uh, he works for Beasley. This is Norm. Hey, Norm. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Norm. Where do you uh, work for the company? Uh, I'm over at the Jersey Shore, uh, and uh, so I, I was a victim of Casey's oh my god, email. that's awesome! <laughs> How many and, did you uh, get? How many did you get, Norm? Uh, I, I was up to like a dozen, uh, and uh, all of a sudden, I, I hear in the offices from cubicles and desks, everybody's like, "Who the f is Casey boy? <laughs> why? Why do I have to go to Casey?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and was it was it like the talk of the office yesterday? Uh, uh, people were like, 
you got to tell this guy to stop already. You can hear it in the hallways. It was incredible. Wait, so, Norm, did you know who he was? Are you a listener of the show? Uh, occasionally, yeah, yeah. I, I live close enough to you guys. I'll, I'll tune in once in a while. All okay. right, so so did you happen? Was there a point at which you could tell that the um, Casey's attempt at correcting it had come through, and that so, uh, it was sort of rubbing salt into the wound? Oh, it was getting ugly, you know, right, when the, the Xfinity people were chiming in, like, cancel this already. Oh, my God! <laughs> okay, all right, this is a disaster. The Xfinity people? Uh, that... Did you include a different company on this as well? No, 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 I, I did not. Uh, Xfinity Live, right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, Xfinity yeah, Live, yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Because that's where it's being held. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did get funny. one guy who goes, I think you're sending, you didn't mean to send this to the entire company, and I think this came from right. Vegas, he goes, uh, good luck with your event, though. <laughs> well, that works nice. Yeah. See, that's a that's, nice That's guy. a person were, who gets it. Yeah. I, yeah, I got some nice replies, and then I got some other ones where I'm like, oh, man, late. listen, I understand. You, <laughs> you just got a whole bunch of stuff that you hey, have to, you know, sift through. But. Norm, did you get his apology email? It was very nice. Yeah. Okay. okay. Simple and succinct, but yes, one more email on top mm-hmm. of all. And then <laughs> after that, did you get the other 20 remove this from your calendar <laughs> notifications? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right, because I'm just hoping they don't end up on everybody's calendar still. So, wow. So, Casey, when you start to That's get angry funny. emails coming back and people responding, you should have said, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you had been let go by now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, hey, Norm, thanks a lot, man. Come visit us sometime, sorry, okay? Yeah. All right, we'll see you soon. All right, see you later. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I really, I did find the humor in it, and, and I wasn't like, oh. Yeah. How did many? You, how did many? you try hitting the recall button? There is a, a recall button for emails. For emails, maybe uh, calendar uh, invites, maybe not. But then people get recall emails from me, and and uh. after I had uh, deleted and sent out the cancellation, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to make this any worse. Like, right. just think I'm going to shut my computer, yes. walk away. <laughs> it, it, it's like the, the missiles are already in the air. Yeah, right. you, you put the launch code in. I'm just curious how many because it's kind of cool to know that in one fell swoop. Uh, you know, it's like it's almost a, like a viral campaign that just yeah. took off. Yeah. And one one gesture, one button click, how many people got an email they did not want to get? Yeah. Uh, and do we have any idea how many salespeople within Beasley would have gotten it across the company? Uh, mm. You know what? Joe Bell could probably answer that question yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he got them. I mean, I mean they, how, many, how many radio stations are there in the There's a the ton of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure He's how many are company. in the, yeah. in the, the company. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go to uh, Jenna. Hi, Jenna, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So I work for the Archdiocese, and there is a company-wide email that gets sent out almost daily, and they're death notices. Mm. So it'll be like somebody's grandmother, so-and-so passed away, here's the funeral information. But there's so many programs within the Archdiocese that most of the time you don't even know who these people are. Sure. So a couple years, a couple years back I said, you know, can I be removed from this email chain? And the guy sent back an email kind of reprimanding me, like, how dare I ask that? But it's such a big, it's the Archdiocese. We don't need to know that somebody's grandmother passed away in another, you know, city. I mean, I feel bad about it, but I don't, I, there's so many emails constantly coming through about that. Uh, let me ask you, Jenna, on, on any given week, how many emails do you receive like this? Okay. Do you think the mindset is that they're sort of hoping that you'll, uh, from afar, pray for these people? I, I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but there's work to do, be That's done. Damn it. I'm endorsing a ballpoint pen. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, no, Jenna. No, we listen, we, we all receive useless stuff constantly. Absolutely. And email is part of what happens. But 
Uh, if you're getting it regularly, if you're getting, uh, you know, the entire company is getting something that uh, I, I try to, if I do need to, uh, direct it towards a group of people to make sure that it just goes to that group of people. You well, know, so. Preston, at, at the beginning of like the blind copy, when people were just working their way around that, you know how many people made mistakes oh, yeah, with yeah. sending something oh, to yeah. someone else uh, that yeah. they did not want them to know, and then it, right there in the sending <laughs> is the name of the person. My buddy Mark and a, and a, uh, a group. Uh, sometimes he'll, he'll send out these group texts, <laughs> and I've been so vocal about you know because they keep replying and I yeah. keep getting the text, and I'm like. I'm in for just a, you know, yeah, I'm in, and that's enough. I don't need to know anything else. Uh, Mark will uh, will make sure he goes, make when he sends the initial text, make sure you remove Preston from this chain. <laughs> I'll get that sometimes, <laughs> like Saturday morning, if you he guys are up it. and I'm driving to to go work out. I'll be driving, and, and the, I'll be listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you're responding, and I, I finally get to work out. What the? F is going on here, yeah. and you, there's like 30 exchanges, text yeah. exchanges from you guys. So, but yeah, it's usually something fun. It's fun. It's not like a uh, a death in uh, Arkansas. <laughs> let's go next to uh, let's see, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Good morning. Yeah, Dukes. Yeah, What's up, Brittany? So last year at my job, our director of IT sent out a company wide email talking about a malware email that was going around and in the email he said if you get an email like this please do not click the link well he sent out the live malware virus link no. to the entire company oh, thousand people oh no and of course people decided to click the link so there was another <laughs> reply all to two thousand people again i told you not to click the link God, but it's, well, it's like telling someone not to think of the word hippopotamus. <laughs> but as an IT guy, he could have taken just one one character off yeah. of that link, and it would have it would have made it inert. It yes. would have worked. And oh wow! So, but to, to that point, Brittany, I guarantee you, this happens all the time. No matter how much the the warning goes right. out on a particular thing, if you see something pop up, especially why in your in your company email, and you have no idea what it is. Delete it. If it's something that's really important, those people will get back to you. That's my line of thinking always. Yeah. If I don't know about this email, if I delete it and it's really legitimately important, it'll eventually get to the point where that person will come to me or I'll get a call about it. Because I, you run the risk of doing something like that company wide, you could lose your job. By the way, Casey yesterday yesterday sent calendar invites uh, to the entire staff of 69 different radio stations. <laughs> hey, so uh, silver lining, uh, all of those people know how great the Camp Out for Hunger is. There you go. They yep. know how busy yeah. that week is. Uh, and then uh, we thank them for their support. Yes. Mm-hmm. And their Wait, pleasant but, responses. So would, uh, would any of the corporate brass be included in that? Like the Caroline B. God, please? I hope not. Oh, God. No. Caroline would be nice about it. Yeah. 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 She's coming, right? She'll yeah, be yeah, there. yeah. She'll be there. Uh, oh, wow. Here's a big mistake. Uh, <laughs> let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Oh. Good morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Good. All right. Are I'm you done. unemployed? <laughs> uh, no, no, this wasn't me, but I don't, I don't work for a company any longer. But All, right. All right. A buddy of mine I work with, we work together, and uh, HR had come to him, and since he was there, you know, the second longest, they had come to him and says, you know, can you plan so-and-so's um, anniversary party? You know, work anniversary. They're like, okay, we can do that, you know, whatever. Long story short, they hated each other. They couldn't stand each other. So he meant to send me an email um, privately saying, hey, guess what? I got in charge of planning an anniversary party. 
No, right. hold on, hold on. Of... Hold on, wait a second. I had to back up. We, we, did he say something? It sounded like he said the F word. No, he but said, no, I don't, he no. said badass. badass. No, no, badass. I know, after that. It oh. Anyhow, like he said, so hey. he, in the email he said, I have to I have to plan fat asses anniversary party. Exactly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he meant to send it to me by, you know, send it to me privately, but instead he sent it to the whole company, including his, our boss. Oh, including fat oh ass. Oh, my God. He was, he was fired by 3 o'clock that day. Oh, wow. my God. Oh. Yeah. Well, fat ass didn't get a party then. <laughs> yeah, right. Hi, Jenkins. This is fat ass. Can I see you on my ups? The um, how could you not thanks. fire that person? You'd have uh, to. You, you've, sure. ju- you've just been oh, yeah. called out as a fat ass in front of the entire company. Yeah. Man, <laughs> but see, that's why Preston, right from the get go, and this stuff about reply all and that came up on on the uh, the email environment. I was like, I I will. I'm not going to dabble with that. Yeah. I was um, in talks with uh, making a purchase uh, for the last like year or so, but it's a pretty su- substantial purchase. Is that a four-headed one or a three-headed <laughs> <laughs> um, And I got an email uh, towards the end of the summer from this salesperson that I had been working with, and they had emailed – she had emailed uh, apparently all of her prospective clients, uh, oh. a, a few dozen people. Oh, that's right. An Excel – spreadsheet of all her prospective clients and it had all of their private information oh, all That's of your right. information all of my information phone numbers it. addresses mm-hmm. dear all god of it. and then it you know hot lead you know cold lead you know it had all this sort of stuff on it. i was like ah oh. what did i say about you uh hot lead, hot lead. yeah that okay. was a gonna hot make lead. you feel so good <laughs> gonna make you feel so uh, good <laughs> Well, not to not to embarrass Nick, but one time he sent an email to Kathy and accidentally put me on it. He was bitching about me. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a decade ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't take it personally because no. look, oh, you I... were being a jerk. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we can all be jerks, and we can all talk about each other being jerks. It's just yeah. it's we're family, and that's what a fa- that's family, what you do. But that's what family do. That's so what I we just do. got talk back. Behind each other's back. I, I sent you an email back. I'm like, hey, dude. You know, yeah. listen, I get it. Uh, and I, I was nice about it, I Aww, think. Oh, you're good. There's but, a saying that goes, whatever you say about me behind my back is none of my business. Yeah. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, and in the, in those cases, I, uh, yeah, because we, we all at one time do that. And when you start, it's an, it, it is an unreal expectation to say that that occasion, that's what the problem is here in this case is this, this huh. technology facilitates hmm. you becoming aware of it when you probably would not have had you just had that conversation in the studio here or like you usually do in the hallway. Yeah. I, I was just thinking of like mistake texts that I've sent uh, <laughs> and uh, I was. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, maybe uh, not. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, just an embarrassing text that I sent to of a photo of somebody that I sent to somebody else that I wasn't trying to send it to. And it just is one of those things. And I sent. Is it a D pick? Uh, no, it no. was a uh, hot a girl pick oh. uh, to a guy uh, that I was just, it, it, you know, our friend Mike that works in security. Yeah. I sent him uh, <laughs> a really sexy photo of a girl uh, and uh, and he knows who that girl is. And I was not, and I was having a conversation with, with her and I sent him the the picture by mistake. So it was just one of those things where like, oh. and he, but it was so great because he's a friend and, and he could laugh it off. But I, I was like, yeah, I, you weren't supposed to receive that photo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And then there's, and when you, when something like that happens, you can feel, you become I, flush. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. <gasps> Steve, I, it's like when I Roy right Scheider's sitting on the beach in Jaws and he sees the fin pop up. He's like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still feel that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I ruined Matt Cord's. 
40, 50th birthday surprise, surprise party. party. Because I sent it. So the girlfriend um, was communicating with me and was like, hey, can you invite everybody at the station? So oh. I sent an email to everyone at the station. Well, Matt works for the station. <laughs> I ran to IT and I was like, is there any way you can recall oh. the message? And and he did. And so Matt got, you're invited to Matt's surprise party. Uh, and then Matt also got, this email has been recalled. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because, and, I, and we're going to have to wrap her shortly, but every now and then we'll get, we'll get these emails. And I don't know how they leave the one person off if they're sending it to the entire staff. Yeah. But usually the subject line is, shh. Yeah. Shh. There's a surprise party. Shh, next, Preston's being a dick. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> That's company wide. Oh, my God. We're getting a lot of shh emails lately. I know. There's a party for everything I here. I know. I know. There is. And uh, But I, I don't know how you leave that one person off. Yeah, how do you? I guess you have to go uh, through the whole. And just uh, every individual. Oh. I don't know how that just works. Just hit all sales BBGI. <laughs> yeah, just do that. <laughs> and you'll, you'll be good, good to go. go. Oh, dude. Wow. Like, because, you know, by the third or fourth one, I was like, dude, just smooth sailing, man. Boom. 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 I just, you know, I was you like, oh, dude, I was just bustling through them all. Yeah. Man, yeah. Everybody's going <laughs> to... Now, did you not start getting replies until you were completely done? Basically, yeah. Oh, my God. But when they start coming in and you know something is amiss, when you start getting that rapid fire, it almost sounds like a teletype machine. Uh-oh. Oh, no. That's, yeah. that's, no. that's, that's, that's all. Uh, all, all. Real, real quick, I'm just going to this last call, Kelly, because she's been on for 20 minutes and she just wants to offer her... Uh, well, I'll let her go. Hi, Kelly. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, hey, guys. I, I, I love you guys so much. Oh, Maybe okay. if... if this is like the worst thing that happens to these idiots. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, it's like first world problems. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. But, but yeah. hey, and, and now everybody knows about the camp out. There you yeah. go. Now the company is quite aware oh. of dates and times of everything that's going on at the camp out for hunger. Oh, um, by the go. way, thanks, thanks, uh, Kev, thanks. Kev. You guys I, rock. Uh, thank you. You know, like emails have signatures on them. Do you yes. guys know what my signature looks like? It's your, your face. <laughs> It's your driver's license photo. I didn't even think of that. So now the entire company. Not a, well, let's see what a hole sent this thing out, and then they scroll down and they see that picture. I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. Oh, so that's some guy, some guy oh. said, "What's our most far-flung market?" Probably Vegas. Yeah, well, that's the yeah Vegas is a main city, though. I'm thinking somebody sitting, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like a small, small yeah, small city. Oh man, they they, they grow them ugly up there in Philadelphia. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, <laughs> good oh, news. Great. Good news from all of this. Marissa just handed me this note because of all those calendar invites going out. We now have a schedule of events on the Camp Out for Hunger webpage. Yeah. So if you would like to see that and add this to it because we made this announcement earlier this morning. The uh, Totally Office calendar release party for 2020 has been moved. We are now going to do it during the Camp Out for Hunger. It's going to be Wednesday night, December 4th. Come by, get you make a donation, get your free calendar. All the girls are going to be there and you can get it signed. We'll be there doing signing as well like we normally do at the Camp Out for Hunger. I mean, at the, uh, uh, the calendar release party. And uh, Jackie Bam Bam will be in the tent broadcasting live while we're doing that. It's going to be great. And honestly, what, it, what you, as you said, Preston, the, you, you get a chance to, you can t- combine them both into one. You can make your donation. I think it's going to benefit the camp at, and we won't, run out, we won't run out of calendars, yep. hopefully, for the event. So keep in mind one calendar per person, and we will this time around. It, you know, it, it's a free calendar, technically, yeah. but 
You got to make a donation. You got to come down to the can- if it's even one can of food, whatever it is. Just drop something off, and of course, Acme is right there on location. You'll be able to purchase from the Acme store. Yes, and make a donation as well. So we're looking forward to that. But mark your calendar now for December fourth on Wednesday. You should still have your President Steve calendar from last year. Mark it on there, six to nine p.m. and it'll be inside Xfinity Live. So we're looking forward to this event and a, and a new turn on it. So uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Bizarre File is up next. Make sure you stay close. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. I'm always on the struts. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. One of the groups that supports us at Camp Out for Hunger, they always come out and help uh, feed our volunteers and fans that come out. Uh, Deets and Watson, they are here this morning. They had uh, Village Pantry in Feasterville stop in, and they brought in their Triple Crown Hoagie for us to try out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deets and Watson smoky horseradish sauce, uh, horseradish cheddar cheese, and Deets and Watson London broil roast beef. And you can check them out in uh, Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. So thank you uh, to our friends at Village Pantry, which they are located in Feasterville on Bridgetown Pike. So we appreciate that. Um, I got an email, and I'm going to read this real quick before we get to the bizarre file. And the reason I read it is because the name of the account is Unicorn Farts 228. So I'm like, okay, this ought to be fun. And it's actually very touching. So I had uh, Nick Murphy come in here uh, because I want to read this. It says, um, you featured one of your employees and his partner on November 12th and plugged their new comic book. Uh, The Internet was obviously uh, to give them some well-deserved exposure, but... Uh, there has been an unintentional consequence. You see, my nine-year-old has learning difficulties. He has something called childhood absence epilepsy, which is a non-convulsive seizure disorder. Basically, the person will be unconscious for short periods of time, anywhere from six, six seconds to a minute and a half. Many children have hundreds of these seizures a day, and we were lucky that my son was only having around 30 a day. And we oh have, yeah, I know exactly. And we've uh, since gotten the seizures under control of medication. Unfortunately, the height of his seizure activity coincided with that all-important preschool kindergarten time where we lay the groundwork for future learning uh, and has left us to play catch-up with his peers. Reading has been an especially discouraging barrier for him. Oftentimes, he's frustrated by the section of books in his reading level since they are targeting a younger audience. After hearing your segment... I came home, I downloaded the Epic app, not having much optimism, but willing to try anything to get my son to enjoy reading. Turns out, he loves the idea of a pizza truck in outer space. (laughs) (laughs) He loves it so much, he won't put it down. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, how can this be a bad thing? Because in the subject line, it said, thank you, dot, 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 I think. Uh, Why the skepticism, uh, skepticism with the thank you? I'll tell you. I'm currently begging my son to put his book down and get ready for school. <laughs> That's great. This is day two. He has read slash listened to the Pete's Truck story twice and Aww. is now devouring a chapter book about a guinea pig being trained like a dog. Yesterday, he walked out of the house, head buried in his phone, reading along with a wonderfully narrated comic book. Today, I anticipate the same. You guys get a lot of appreciation for the large gestures you do for the community. But I want to thank you for this small one. It wasn't necessarily your your typical segment, 
but it has made a pretty large impact in our home. So thank you for helping me find books that my son can love, but curse you for giving me one more thing to force my son to turn off. <laughs> Sincerely, the Fields family. Oh, man. I thought you'd want to hear that. I appreciate that so Look much. Look what you did to this woman. <laughs> oh, no. That is so cool. And so your, your the comic book, again, is the title? Uh, it's called Cosmic Pizza Party. And and it's available on? On the Epic app. You can go to getepic.com. Oh, that's um, awesome. Man, that makes me feel so good. Yeah. That's awesome. A lot like Casey's wife. Yes. <laughs> so, so, good. so when, uh, how many issues are available currently? Uh, currently just the one just but the one. we have uh, five coming out over all right. the next all right. few months so so take the example of this this uh, yeah. this mother if if you have difficulty i remember it was that first preston that when i was a kid there was that first porn book no oh, it, was, stop it, was, it. it was that it was that charlie brown book yeah that was the first book i said really little kid that got me interested in in Oh, this is fun, and then yeah. I was off and running. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It can be that uh, that easy of an inspiration, which is oh, cool. Man. I will forward you that email. I sir. appreciate that. No I would love to respond to them. That that's oh man. Kudos I, to you. I got a little yeah, choked up there reading too. that oh, email. I saw. Uh, I got a tweet from a teacher. Uh, she sent me a picture of her class reading our book in their class. Um, you know, it was like a. It was awesome. I just Look at that. Speechless. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Man. Nice that's work, so cool. Nick Murphy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Someday at the Academy Awards, they'll be giving the Nick Murphy Award instead of the <laughs> Irving Thalberg Award. You never know. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Brought to you by Robin's Diamonds. By the way, I know it's already 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. I apologize for the tardiness here. Uh, Robin's Diamonds in Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve uh, cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robin's Delaware Diamonds. Oh, let's start with a Florida man. Why All not? Right. Florida man uh, pulled over Sunday night for driving recklessly, and he told police the reason he was driving recklessly yes. was he needed to get home in a hurry because he had been cheating on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go faster. Oh, well, then by all means. In fact, speed more. In fact, we'll give you an escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is perfect. Florida man. Florida man. Cops Please report. pull over. This man has been banging his wife's sister. Uh, cops report that John Earl Pickard, 52 years old, was behind the wheel of a Honda that was going in excess of 90 miles per hour. When stopped by an officer, he was apparently en route. He said Pickard was apparently en route to his residence following an extramarital uh, assignment, if you will. Uh, Pickard reportedly indicated that his driving was reckless and endangering uh, because he needed to get home in a hurry because he was cheating on his wife, the, the report said. Uh, Pickard was busted for reckless driving, a misdemeanor, but when cops searched him post-arrest, uh, they found a baggie of crack cocaine in his shirt pocket, leading oh. to an additional felony drug possession count. So um, that, they, that they made it harder then to let him go with the police escort. Yeah, Pickard was uh, released from the county jail late Sunday night after posting a $2,500 bond. The manager of an Indianapolis strip club believes that a man tried to blow the building up after getting kicked out. <laughs> 33-year-old Nicholas Miller faces charges of attempted arson. Does the thought of just, I'm never going back there again oh, ever right, occur to you? Right. Well, you've lost my business. Now, there's only one way to handle this. I'm going to blow the building up. So he's been busted for uh, attempted arson and criminal uh, recklessness. Uh, Miller was removed uh, by staff 
at Dancer's Show Club for causing a disturbance. Officers responded after receiving a report that a man tried to set the building on fire. The manager at Dancer's said that Miller was served two beers after arriving at 11 p.m., then was asked to leave for acting strange by standing over other patrons and staring at them. An employee at a strip club, that's kind of par for the course, isn't it? But, but he was at patrons, at oh, other, other okay. customers. Okay. He, was, he was just walking up to him and saying, Are stand. you a stripper? Yeah. I'm fully clothed. Uh, an employee said Miller left without incident. Uh, the manager then watched on a camera as Miller left the building that went to pull something out of his trunk. Miller can be seen placing a gas can next to the building underneath a gas meter. A shirt was wrapped around the gas can spigot. Miller then is seen on video lighting a cigarette, taking several drags off of it, and then holding the cigarette near the gas can and shirt. After it fails to ignite, investigators say he threw the cigarette towards the gas can and then ran to his vehicle. I don't know how to make a bomb. Uh, it, again, failed to ignite. No damage was done to the building. But uh, at the time, 40 to 50 people were inside of the building. And, oh, my God, the mug shot. Yeah, that's pretty it, good. Is it what you'd expect? Oh, uh, there you go. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's the saddest story. His uh, his hair, he looks like he has bedhead. So. And people were uncomfortable by him staring <laughs> right, at them? Right, standing over them. I don't staring. get it. Yeah. Uh, a, this is wild. I don't know if you guys saw the video of this fish. Uh, it's yeah. specifically a fish with a face that some say looks awfully human. Uh, is driving the internet crazy. The video shared on multiple social media platforms purports to show markings on the fish that make it look like it's got a human visage. And in the water, when it's swimming, it looks like a face. Oh, I did not see it in the water. What? Yeah, this isn't an old one. This is brand oh, new. Oh, then this is this, okay. Then I need to see this one. So the unusual sighting quickly went viral, generating much online chatter. Nick has it up if you want to see it on his monitor over uh, here, hey, Steve. Hey, uh. Uh, it's there the creepy-looking sea animal is actually a carp, according to Snopes. Uh, the fact checking Hi, how are you? website said its findings suggest that the video is real and not digitally manipulated. Now, some people are freaking out thinking this genetics gone what crazy. That's exactly what it is. It's a fish man. But if when you see it, it comes up out of the water for a moment. Yeah. You can see that it's that's not its eyeballs. Its eyes are on it's the side. It's just a marking. It's just markings on the fish's Where face. Where are the worms <laughs> at? But at first, when it's swimming, it looks like Mr. Limpet, Steve. It clearly it yeah. looks crazy. like a fish with a face. Hey, so. folks. Yeah. How are you? It, yeah, because, and, and in fact, Preston, there's a part on top of the eye that actually looks like a brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, all right, uh, we're running late here, so let me do one more quick story, and then uh, we will... More animals with faces. We'll move along with this. Now, I have this uh, on November 4th. Uh, Jeremy uh, Merdinger of New York City posted a photo of a singed blunt that he allegedly found in his coveted Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay. Uh, he claimed, That's why everyone's going crazy for those sandwiches. Yeah, finally. They come with pot. Uh, he claimed that he purchased two sandwiches from a Manhattan location of the chain and took them home to eat. He says the blunt fell out of his second sandwich. Love that chicken from Popeye's. He uh, claims that he emailed Popeye's a complaint about the incident, but that he never received a response. Representative for the restaurant says that they are still investigating the man's claims, but he said it came with a with a blunt in it. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment or two, and uh, you know what? I'm going to give away a pair of these passes right now. We're headed to the Happy Place tonight. Yeah, yeah. Preston and Steve Knight tonight at the King of Prussia Mall Happy Place, the most Instagrammable pop up in America. Call her number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. I'll give you four tickets for it. Don't forget, they are available. Tickets are available at happyplace.me. 
Uh, and the exhibit is here through January 5th, and you'll find it where J.C. Penny was inside the King of Prussia Mall. We'll be back in a moment. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to give a plug to uh, my band's gig on Friday because our guitar player, Mark, says he never hears the plugs, and he's in the car around 8.30. So, Mark, I'm plugging this now for you. And, uh, Mark, we do promote it all the time. So, Preston's right if you think he's lying to you. No, no, he doesn't. Oh, okay. he, it's not that he doesn't believe it. Oh, all right, never, all he right. never gets to hear it. Oh, all right. Uh, and, and one of the reasons I want to bring this up is actually Mark ordered a bunch of T-shirts, uh, Saint T-shirts that we're going to be selling, and the proceeds are going to go to the Camp Out for Hunger. Nice. Uh, and this is at the gig, which is on Friday night, so tomorrow night. Uh, at Chaps. Yeah! Does it say Saint on it? In Eagle, Eagleville. Yeah, it's, it's oh, I'll the logo. Buy one. Uh, well, yeah. I'll be there. All right. It says yeah. uh, Steve will be there, by the way, and uh, he'll be there early, so keep that in mind. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so uh, they're going to be $25. Listen, they cost us 15 so we're selling them for 25 and the 10 that we make on each shirt is going to go to the, uh, the Camp Out for Hunger. Not the booze, <laughs> the Camp Out for Hunger. Got to have blow. Uh, well, the cocaine, yeah, 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 of course, we'll, we'll spend it on no, that. that's awesome. That's a freaking expensive. Yeah, seriously. Yes. And you'll be taking cash donations as well? Yeah, we actually right. got a bucket. All right. And during my vocal debut, <laughs> really? oh, no. we're going to pass the bucket around and we're going to ask people to uh, donate uh, some money <laughs> if they can. So, yeah, man, my wow. singing debut and will we're be not, taking place. It's just going to be a surprise. You're not going to tell us ahead of time. I know it? what the song is. Yeah, what I, is it? I, do you want me to reveal it? Oh, 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 do you really know what it is? I I think it's Sweet th- Caroline, isn't it? Well, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. I'm going to be doing that. So okay. It'll be Which fun. Which I think is totally appropriate because it's your daughter. Yeah, and it's a good sing-along yeah. song. So uh, anyhow, that is, uh, that's that's tomorrow night. 8.30 is the gig. So uh, come and join us. I think we're going to have... <laughs> I think we're going to have a packed, packed place. Yeah. Tomorrow night. And Steve Morrison will be there. So thank you. I appreciate oh, my, you coming out. my pleasure. Out. I wouldn't miss it. Uh, and then, what else was I going to bring up? Um, well, I, you know what? I do have some somewhat breaking news, oh. and it falls under... It, you don't have to do breaking news. Okay. It's the connoisseur. It has to do with food. Uh, How so, about this? All right. Dude, uh, it feels so f- good. <laughs> that is a woman getting her anus tattooed. Just give me the music. And no. I'll, 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 breaking news. Breaking news. Okay, that sounds weird. It's breaking news with the connoisseur. Uh, and before that was a woman getting her butt tattooed. This is from uh, her, actually, her butthole tattoo. Her anus, actually. Her oh, actual yeah. hole of her butt. <laughs> what do you got? The sphincter, the, the <laughs> membrane that helps uh, fecal matter discharge. But it does feel so effing good. <laughs> she said so. Are you curious to see I, I, what I, exactly it might feel like? I think it's probably horrendously painful and okay. she's just trying to act cool. <laughs> but enough of that. All right. This is from uh, Michael Klein's weekly food-inspired newsletter called Let's Eat. And listed in the closing section, uh, Bobby's Burger Palace is closing. No! No! What? Oh, man. It's yeah, Casey favorite. loves that yeah. place. I know you when do. He goes to there before movie premieres. Yeah. That's, that's why I brought it up for you, Casey. Where is it? Oh, this is more of the connoisseur music. Wow. I had no that's idea. It keeps going it. that long. <laughs> wow. Oh. Uh, it's it, that's, that's called the sphincter trot, Fred. Uh, it is the University City location, okay. 3925 <laughs> Walnut Street. Oh. That's your gym. Case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cherry Hills close. It says since Cherry Hills closing in 2016, so I guess you have one there. Uh, it's closed as the lease ended 
And he apparently told Michael Klein that his group is looking for a new location in the region, but possibly without a liquor license. So, um, man, it's interesting. So even a guy, that's how cutthroat the industry is, the mm. the, uh, the food industry is. Because I was, we, we didn't did an event the other night with Robert Irvine, and I was talking yeah. to Robert's right-hand guy. And I was like, yeah, you guys ever think about opening up a restaurant in Philly? He's like, man, he's like, it's, it's probably not worth it because... Of the turnaround of a lot of places, and yeah. also the taxes and the and the fees and all of the stuff that's involved with it. Listen, it's a wonderful thing. We love the city. It's a, obviously yeah. it's a big, uh, we're a big foodie town. But there are so many things that you that you get slammed with as a business owner and a restaurant owner. My guess is, I don't know if he has this, but moving these out more, a little bit out of the city. You know, well, and they're and, also moving into like casinos. Like Bobby has a has a casino. I mean, uh, yep. A restaurant at the Borgata, and, and yep. Robert's in like Tropicana's, right? Uh, who right. do you call it, Guy, Guy Fieri, You know, at uh, Harris. Yeah. So I wonder if that, that's just more economically safe. Oh, oh I'm sure there. it is, and especially guys. if you have a liquor to get a liquor license and to go through that process. Yeah, but hey, you've got you. a you've got a built-in audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've got a captive audience yeah. when you're when you're in a casino. So I'd imagine that's a prized. Uh, that's a pri- that's prime real estate. Also, I'll say this is that we are a a burger loving city, and there are a number of places that are similar that yeah. um that appeal to the same crowd. So he maybe he wants to distance himself from that, them. That's a damn good burger. You you, know? you love yeah, is it I your favorite? It. Um, it might be. I mean, listen. There, there are a few places that I like to go to that uh, I just want. I want consistency, right? I want to know that. Like, I want consistency. I want to know <laughs> that when I get a burger from you, that it's going to be uh, the same as the last time I got it. We, yeah, we went, I was just talking to this uh, with, uh, about this to a, a restaurateur who, who was, and that was it. So you say, okay, you go to a place. I had the best whatever burger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my friends. You go in and it doesn't taste anything like it did that time. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just killed that potential business. And I think like Five Guys for me is probably consistently the best burger that I that I eat. Okay. Um, and, and Bobby's was eat it. it, 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 it had eaten. Had edited. <laughs> had edited. Eated. They have eaten. Had, yeah. Uh, so uh, with with Berg, uh, Bobby's Burger Place, um, Palace uh, Case. I know you're not a drinker, obviously, but um, they had a liquor license. I don't know. Was it uh, okay? So I, I'm assuming so because it says a new location in the region, but possibly without a liquor. Oh, license. without one. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious as to whether um, how difficult it is still to get liquor licenses in Pennsylvania because and and I think it was easier in Philly uh, versus some of the suburbs. But um, is it a finite amount? I, that's uh, that, what I yeah, used I think, to. I think it's a set amount. It used to be. I don't know if it still is though. That's, oh, okay. that's what I'm curious about. Marissa drinks a lot. Let's go to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marissa, yeah, my boyfriend just opened a tap room. So oh, that I'm too. very familiar okay. with that. Do they serve liquor there, or is it just beer? No, well, that's a whole different thing. So, with the liquor licenses, you there's only so many per county. So, right. like, you can have one in Delaware County. It has to stay in Delaware County, but it also uh, depends on like the city. So, if it's uh, in um, Casey, give me a Delco town. Like Springfield, like Springfield you, can't, you might not be able to move to media. Yeah, it's certain limits yes. within the within a city. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then tap rooms, uh, if it's the beer is made right in Pennsylvania, you can serve Pennsylvania spirits, um, wine and spirits. Uh, I didn't realize uh, so that. Wait, so is that without a liquor license? I didn't realize it was like like a like a cab medallion that there was a set yeah. number. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're oh. very expensive, like hundreds yeah. of thousands the, of dollars. The amount yeah. of uh, president we and you talk about. We, we do know a number of restaurateurs and, and people who are in the business and are, are you know they they come in and promote things. So we yeah. we, we build up a friendship. Mm-hmm. The hurdles and hoops they have to jump over and through to get stuff like that done is crazy. Yeah, 
And I had no idea that Peru, Peru was in Delaware County. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Wait, so real quick, Marissa. Well, you could just nod. You turned to Michael. No, that's but, right. No, real quick. So can um, Matt serve stateside vodka, which was in the bitch box, can they st- serve that at Matt's bar? Absolutely. Okay. In fact, right. I made Got a it. drink with it over the summer but, before the union game. But not Jack Daniels. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was there was a there was a there's a place in uh, oh. in that that we would go to. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Anyhow, but they could only serve locally distilled wow. alcohol. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, and they were. It, it has to do because they were a brew pub or something along those lines. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a Pennsylvania law that you can serve wine and spirits that are made in within the state. Yeah. And it's like Canada. Have they have to play Nickelback. <laughs> they they got to play. Yeah, honestly, yeah. They, they on the radio, like like. Over fifty percent of the music by law has to be from Canadian artists. Thirty percent. I looked it up. Is it thirty? Ontario. Okay, yeah. sorry. What's yes. the name of your uh, of the the uh... tap room? Tap room. It's called the Larimer. There we go. The Larimer. The, what? You, you, you... the Larimer. Larimer. Yes. Yeah. Like the county in Colorado. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, General uh, Larimer is who it's named yeah. after. Yeah. So but I have he, friends. Uh, he was the first uh, four-star general who was born in Peru. That's okay. amazing. <laughs> and by the way, there's a, a Lima, Peru, and yeah. there's a Lima. In uh, Delaware County, so uh, you're not too far off yeah. there, Steve. Goodness. There, my friends used to own Maggie O'Neill's, and Maggie O'Neill's is not around anymore. And so when they sold it, they um, it's there is nothing in that building anymore. And so they sold the, the customers pro- must be pissed. Yeah, they're very pissed. But they sold the property and the liquor license like separately. Really? Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of places will sell them together as yeah. an enticement to purchase the uh, the business. Yeah, yeah but the. Huh. Um, uh, the the building itself was, I think, going to be uh, used for something else. I don't know exactly what's going to be there. So, but... do they sell the liquor license to another restaurateur? I guess so, and I don't know. And is there a bidding process, or um, wow. or or do you have to be approved? It was a rehab facility, and they bought the liquor license. Okay, oh, let's okay. go back to the liquor desk. My freaking speaker in my ears hurts. I'm here outside Melissa's boyfriend's place where the union plays. Anyway. Casey, all of the things you said, you have to get approved. Um, there's politics behind it where, you know, people hold on to them to get the most amount of money for it. And people might sit on one so that you don't open a restaurant near theirs. Those are the stinky So there's ones. like all yeah. sorts yeah. of stuff behind it. Wait, mm-hmm. on a on a liquor license? Yeah. So sure, if you sure. are in like a town and you So they'll own, own it one, but not use it? Yes. Because if you are the only bar in that town, you don't want somebody else opening. So they can they can buy more than one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Called okay. the old Peruvian hustle. There's got to be, I would imagine there's a limit on how many maybe you could buy. But, I mean, th- economically, after a while, it wouldn't make any sense. So, spending all that I've money. I've got 10 liquor lights. Yeah. And, uh. Don't need doing nothing with them. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. So, Rob just opened a winery. Let's go to him. Uh, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. You just Where made you just that? made Kathy tingle, Rob. Remember to have sex with Rob. I think you got a date on Friday. <laughs> hey, Rob, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, so you just yeah. opened a winery in PA. Yep, in Oli, PA. Uh, we're having our grand opening the first weekend in December. Oli, the was, Oli PA? No, out near yeah. like Pottstown area, right? Okay. Berks yep, County? Yep. yep. All yes. right. you just been added to winter activities. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we also have a satellite license to a restaurant, and what that is with our liquor license, we can sell Pennsylvania spirits and beer as long as it does not exceed 50% of our wine sales. That, so, that And that, that's common, right? That's how it usually breaks down on a percentage 
uh, basis, right? Correct. Okay. All right, so, Rob, let me ask you a question. This might be a silly question, but uh, let's say it's the last day of the month, and uh, you're you're approaching that, that point in sales where you're going to exceed uh, your wine sales. Uh, do you have to cut somebody off? Like, so, suppose somebody's, you know, having, you know, a whole bunch of old fashions and they want another one. You're like, you smack it out of their hands. Do you, do you have to say, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to sell old fashions anymore? Uh, wait until midnight? No, I mean, no, you start watching your sales and towards the end of the year, you know, if it looks like it's getting close for some reason or not, you either discontinue it or you can, you know, sell for $20 a glass, which nobody will buy, but at least it's on the market. It's funny because you know like I mean? some distilleries, and I forget the one that's out. Um, I've done appearances there, but but they're they're really cool. Uh, but they can't have they can't sell food within the establishment. So what happens is on the street right in front of it, food trucks. Food come. trucks. That's oh. like a two SP yeah. does that. I don't know why they do that. Um, Broken Goblet was the same. They, yeah, they, oh, they were really? there the other night. We did we did our gig a couple weeks ago, and they had food trucks out front. Yeah. Well, another thing I oh. learned. Is and thank you to Tim's Barbecue, by the way, for giving us food that night. Anyway, <laughs> it's a pain in the butt to have a kitchen, and especially if you have a tap room, you just want to do the beer and not worry about kitchen and food yeah. and all that stuff. That so makes sense. Trucks. Okay, Cor- correct, because that's a different license. It's, it's clean servers. A lot of other things got to go with it, so it's a way around it. But you can do it. Well, Rob, good luck with your deal. Yeah, are you guys open yet? Um, we are opening the first weekend in December. Okay. Oh, and what's, the, what's the name of it? It's Moss Wines. Moss Wines. You missed an opportunity to say Kathy's Wines. <laughs> you should we change just, uh, that name quickly. Yeah. Uh, we, we were at the event in Phoenixville with uh, Robert Irvine as well. He's, he's a very, oh. very nice guy. Yeah, he is. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. Okay. So there was a bar at Westchester that we would go to. Jake's Bar. It's pretty famous. Everybody knows it. But they yeah. would. Is that the really, really cheap beer? Yeah. It was yeah, 50 cents cent when I was yeah. there. It's a dollar now. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. But they would have a hot dog machine uh, and they would steam <laughs> hot dogs. And that was the food. Yeah. portion of it but so but there are some places like marissa was talking about where they don't want to have a kitchen and and sell food but for whatever reason we were told that they had to have a food item on the menu at this bar well, so, they, so they, that's what it was it was hot dogs well Just, what, they have lobster machines which are interesting too <laughs> if you you put in 21 dollars and, and uh, uh, lobster comes out get yeah. it out but it was only hot dogs it was only hot dogs and the guy the bartender would get so mad because people would just get drunk and they'd be like we want hot dogs and he'd be like hold on and he'd go get a frozen pack of hot dogs <laughs> yeah. throw them in you wait an hour for yeah. them to cook <laughs> on those rollers hot dog hot no. dog it was it was in, in hot water. It was like a steam, like you know, oh, steam the hot dogs. Yeah, they're not even, even trying. <laughs> <laughs> I was having this. That makes it much even that better. Yeah. Hey, no, Preston. That's he just great. he it's on a fishing wire behind the exhaust of a car. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a bartender at a restaurant uh, two or three weeks ago, and there are very few bar bars around where I live. Straight they, up with without just, any other food, without a food component. There used to be this place yeah. called Kuz's Corner, which was a total dive bar. I don't think that they serve any food at all. I know it was called what Kuz's about the, Corner. Means, okay. Yeah. Because you live in a fancy neighborhood. I now. don't think that that's it. I, I think that like the, the accessibility to uh, and I do. I live in a really fancy neighborhood. Yeah. But um, but I think that there's no like just straight I'll bars see around. It. Car. Dude, that's what it was. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It was it, and it was yeah. on the main line, but somehow they shipped in people. I'm gonna <laughs> spend the night at Gaping Labia. <laughs> oh, gaping. Oh, absolutely. What? There's a few bars around my area that I don't think I will ever set foot in. But they're straight bars. There's uh, no food? No, I think not there's food bars. there, too. No, not straight oh, or gay. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, they're, like, I've been told you, you don't want to go in there. But I kind of do. They, they, I kinda listen, do, I don't even but... drink, Preston. And, and as you, 
the the bizarre charm of an old style straight up bar bar to yeah. your point. It's like almost it's the same thing of going to a straight up barber barber <laughs> shop because there used to be a place where my wife and I we uh, our first place in in Massapequa, Long Island, a place right across the street on the corner, Porky's. This was a straight up bar. Like we and in the summer the door would be open and at. Twelve thirty or one o'clock in the afternoon. She like, hey, I know. Uh, oh. You know, there was there was a place when I lived in Upper Chai. I have no idea if it's still there or not. It was called Copley's, and I I just I ventured in there one time, and I'm like, <laughs> I think it's still Whoa, there. Oh, dude, yeah. there's still a couple in Conshohocken, but it's like a head turner. Like if if I were to walk in, yeah, every you're an outsider would turn. Hey, like, what is she doing? Kathy's here. here. <laughs> she she I know her. She does the fall activities. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 on your recommendation, I went to fall and hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when my wife lived in Maniac, and the bar's still there, so I'm not going to say the name of it, but it was just a straight-up bar bar underneath the L that ran there. Okay. And we, the, we only went there to get takeout. And it was like, when you got it, like, you couldn't drink the beer out of the can because the can smelled like, um, uh, uh, stale cigarette, cigarette smoke. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. There was yeah. another bar bar that I used to always go to that it always played the same song over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Steve, yeah, my uh, I guess maybe at some point there was a, a charm to that to me, and now it's like I would I don't want to go in those places because, like Kathy said, it's like Outworlder. The moment you walk yeah. in, you're I, not you're not a regular, and then somebody might. Be a dick, or, yeah. you know, or even worse, start a fight or something like that. You know? I know, but part of that, like, it's I don't get to see that very often. So, right. you know, just as an, exper- uh, ooh, you know, experience, it's experiment, it's like when you're going, you go, ooh, what's that? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, interesting. So uh, that was kind of breaking news, the connoisseur. But uh, I'm, I'm sad to hear that Bobby Flay's Burger Place is it is... closed or is it closing? I'll read this. Is it moving? I'm sorry, I'm the announcer, but I just wanted to ask. It says, Bobby Flay says his last burger shop in the Philly area closed as the lease ended at 3925 Walnut Street. Okay, so it closed. Okay. They put potato chips on their burgers. Did they? (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of like the standard thing. Okay. Uh, I do have a couple other things if you want. Oh, right. No, I... I have I have I'm an not offer. Co- not from the connoisseur. Well, okay. uh, that's that's a city story. I could be city do the city beat. I could, I have one oh. other, just only one other story from the city. It's the one you sent me, Mister Announcer. Oh, okay. Then you don't need me anymore. <laughs> no. All right. You're taking this personally, man. Yeah. Well, Harry, Harry uh, Knuckles. I think this is actually cool. <laughs> Harry Knuckles can uh, introduce us if we have that the... time in the show when yeah. Preston switched to the city beat. Yes. A constant cavalcade of useless characters that allows us to repack the same crap on a daily basis. <laughs> huh. I don't know what I did with the story. Uh-oh. Play something like Nick. a private detective would Pull listen it. to. Pull it back up, if you would, please. It was the one that you that Kathy's going to add to her uh, holiday oh, activities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? No. no. This one. You won't add this? Hang on a second here. Yeah, well, she did this uh, what's going on here. This location earlier on the list. Oh, yeah. I try to do different ones. All right. So there is going to be... Is this... There you go. City beat. That's Here's city the beat. city beat with Preston Elliott. Uh, there is going to be a huge Ferris wheel at Christmas Village this year. Okay. Hey, did, have you? Got, I went there last year. You guys ever been to uh, Christmas Village? Yeah. My wife yeah. has gone a couple times and loves it. It's I've, great. I, I think... Did we do an appearance there, Case? I did one with Metro by T-Mobile is that last me? year. That is not you. Okay, it's Love Park, right? Basically, yeah. 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 I mean, it's no. Um, okay, then I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, I, I ended up getting that cheese sandwich. There's just like, uh, these guys oh, come in from Wisconsin. Right. Yes. And they spend, Wait, that's right. My Marissa. wife is so mad at me. <laughs> Marissa Wait, knows just, all about it. Marissa, what's the story on that? Yeah, they. Uh, it's called, I think it's called the Rackalack or something like that. The Rackalack? Yeah, Rackalack. I tried to contact them to come up to the camp out for hunger, but they didn't reply. Those oh, sons of bi- Well, are you sure you didn't send it to everyone in the company? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, they take this big wheel of cheese and they like have a heat source and they heat it up and then they just scrape off a layer of cheese and put it on bread with like pickles and mustard. You and were talking like, like, like people wait in lines. I did. For this I, thing, right? I waited for 20, 25 minutes, something like that. How is it? It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's really, uh, is it wait in line for 20, 25 minutes? Good. For the first time, yes. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, uh, but, but they I mean, come it's, from a different city. They, yeah, the, right? They come they're in, from Wisconsin. They're from Wisconsin. They, it's these and- two guys, and they spend all day there, Kathy. I mean, like 10 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night, just slapping cheese on onto this. Slapping the cheese. So I just had a conversation with somebody from Christmas Village the other day, and they said uh, the stand is going to be bigger. And there's going to be less of a line, and it's going to be more accessible this year. Okay. So it's going to take over a different space uh, and be better. Okay. So right. be ready. And um, yes. That's it. Okay. And that, that is <laughs> and the end. Uh, it is Christmas Village is really, really neat. It It's full-on get you into the mode. Absolutely. Um, so tickets for the Ferris wheel are going to be 4 bucks. Uh, and to Marissa's point, they're expanding the um, all of the different vendors. There are going to be a whole bunch more wooden stalls there. So it's getting bigger and better every year. Okay. Wooden uh, stalls. We will have, uh, or at least we should, have a Ferris wheel at the Camp Out for Hunger. We have for the past several years. Oh, we have a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. You know, I, I do like the uh, also the Dilworth Plaza setup. The uh, that's that's where we probably did that event together, right? Um, that it's, or is that you, Kathy? It's, a, it's the same it's, one, is it not? Oh, Which one has breasts? Wait, it was me and you, Kathy. Yes, the event that we was did, it. it right, was okay. me and you. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Dilworth. This is the one we're talking about. Okay, this is it. Yeah, is it? Does it connect to Love Park? It's as across. Well? It's across. Yeah. Yes, it's across from Love Park. And then that I was there, okay. and then it extends into <laughs> Love Park. So you guys are all talking about the same thing. Okay, gotcha. So blocked. it keeps expanding, then Nick. It must yeah. be yeah all right. with wooden stalls. There's yeah. always a line of people to take a picture in front of the Love uh, statue yes. as well. So um, okay, so four bucks to ride the Ferris wheel. Uh huh. That'd be pretty cool. You get the city view. Oh yeah. my god, I would, that's sensational. I, that whole area, honestly, if you get a, a crisp day. Uh, and it's it, you're down there. It's really a wonderful place to walk around. Marissa looks confused. Hang on a second here. What are you trying to figure out? Well, I was trying to figure out where it's going to be. If you're just going to see like City Hall and like the buildings, how far you probably yeah, it's about the it. Museum. It says here you're going to get a bird's eye view. <laughs> Kaka. Uh, well, it, I mean, look, it's not going to be nearly as tall as the buildings surrounding it, but it'll be neat. You'll see down the Parkway. Yeah, That'd probably. Cool. It's going to be 67 stories tall. Oh, wait, 67 no, no. stories. No, 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 I misread that. Okay. 65 feet. 65 ah, feet. Okay. This is 67 story. How big is the uh, the eye in London? How many stories? Oh, that's is a that? great question. Yes. That's, that's pretty damn tall. That's yeah. got to be at least 30 stories. Now, there's one in thing. Vegas that I think is like 15 Monstrous. stories. Yeah, it's pretty damn big. And then there's also one oh. down by the Gaylord Resort in. Is that is that uh, Maryland or is that uh, Virginia? Oh, no, Jesus. I think it's Maryland. It is. Okay. Nick. Nick pulled up the size of the of the London Eye. I thought it was five thousand three hundred and ten feet tall. Oh my god! It's five thousand three hundred and ten inches tall. Oh. Inches? What? Why did they, yeah. they put? It's four hundred forty three feet. I don't know why. Why just, would you? They measured it in inches. By the way, fun fact: the uh, the Eiffel Tower is twenty one million <laughs> inches tall. What? Um, I I would love to have a Philadelphia Eye. 
somewhere. I don't. Would you have to put that down by the? Uh, I would think the, it would river. the river. I think it looks. Yeah. What's the law the concerning large yeah. eyes? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it would look great down on the river. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If they continue to uh, to work on the the pier, the, uh, more of those piers down there. It's been, well. So what they're talking about a lot of articles in uh, in uh, Philly uh, com about um, what they're doing about down there. There's a little bit of an issue. Some some Wawa's perhaps going in. Some people saying Wawa's don't fit in with the theme of, of the, the, the the deal there. But the planning is actually really cool. And you know they're talking about that double-decker sort of um, elevated park area. Uh, they're doing this thing with every half mile. There'll be a different sort of thematic park along the river. Yeah. Uh, all of these things. So do. we've been here for years, and this has always been the conversation that they're going to do this and, and make it as um, as uh, energetic as the, the Baltimore uh, Inner Harbor. Inner Harbor. Yeah. I, wouldn't that be so, so great if they were able to pull this yeah. off? And, and Steve, and DC you... has this area called the Wharf. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Great. It's like that, and I would love to see something like that around here. Steve, when it was built, the London Eye was the world's tallest Ferris wheel, uh, and it has been surpassed by the one in Vegas that you mentioned, which is now the tallest one in the world, and that's uh, uh, 547 feet tall. So how many stories are we talking about? Are we talking 50 stories? Uh, about uh, 50 stories. Yeah. Yeah. What about the wow. one at Maury's Pier and also the one in... in um what, how Ocean big City. they are? Yeah, because those are pretty damn big. They are pretty. They, I actually get nervous going on them. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, my wife won't go on them anymore. When but, you get uh, to the top, yeah. to the top, do you think about jumping out? Never. You well, maybe. well, yeah. I mean, you think about it, you're, you're like, God, what would it be like? Yeah, yeah, I'd probably not die. taking your own life. Yeah. No, but, no, just yeah. the thought of, and it, I actually scare myself, and I'm like, oh, okay. Stop I do it. that. Stop I actually get, I should get sort of sick, but I, but in in a cool way, it's like, and then I think about the report. A uh, local meaningless <laughs> broadcaster left to his death. What's awesome about those um, uh, Ferris wheels are the the LED lights that go all around them now. Like yeah. they're uh, re- I'm, the patterns they, and yeah. so forth that they make. Yeah, when you're driving into cool. Wildwood uh, in the evening, nighttime, and you, I mean, you can see it from miles away, and it just it looks so cool. Yeah, they do. They can do like swirl patterns and and uh, you know like starbursts and swirlies, swirly doos yeah. and and uh, fumanottles. Fumanottles. Yeah, know. it's everything that the Grinch sat down to yep, eat, exactly. uh, and then he carved the roast beast. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, we should take a break. Those were just a couple of stories. I what know. were they? What was that? Well, they were, that they were, was a city beat, which was preceded by the connoisseur. So that, thank you very much, Mister Announcer. What would we do? Without that. Uh, let's take a break and uh, return in just a moment. Are we going to play a contest today? I think we should. Okay. Know, Marissa, yeah. do we have contest stuff we do? All right. Yeah, we haven't done a game in a little while. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, and we'll uh, give some things away. Don't go far. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So I think we're going to play a game. Oh. Uh, I think we are loaded up with some prizes, and uh, we have not played this game. Uh, it's been a little bit, but I, I do like popping this one out uh, from time to time. So uh, we are going to play this morning and take your calls for Loop. There it is. Man. So, yep, Marissa has taken the time to grab some songs, a little itty-bitty portion of a song. And then uh, edit it and loop it together so it repeats over and over and over. And if you heard just the clip by itself, you'd probably be able to get it. But when it repeats over and over, it kind of starts to lose its meaning. And you got to be a really uh, sharp listener in order to pick up on what song it is. Yeah, you oh, so you have to be like, okay, I know that. I know that. But thinking of it out of it, the context of the rest of the song is the uh, the dilemma. 
And word is, Marissa has made some difficult ones today. That's what she said. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of prizes to give away, so we're going to make it work for it. Yeah. Um, so we'll uh, take callers now, 215-263-WMMR. And Case, what kinds of things are we going to give away this morning? Well, we have some pairs of tickets to see Artie Lang. Actually, I only have a couple of pairs of those. We huh? have Cases of Yards Brawler. We have tickets to see Cal Penn at the Keswick Theater. And we have just a couple of passes uh, to join us for the yeah, Happy yeah, Place yeah, yeah. tonight. I think so, yeah, for the yep. Happy Place. Yep. Uh, and those are four packs, by the way, which yeah. is cool. So uh, 215-263-WMMR. I wish I could play. I always have to... Cause, uh, cause is there I, any way you could play one round? I mean, I guess just by not looking All over right. here, I could. Casey, you, did you look yet or no? I looked at the first one, I think. Uh, yeah, look. yeah. I already looked at that one. So, okay. uh, But the next one... I'll try. Give it a shot to uh, to be, but then again, I need to know the answer. But yeah, um, let's try this out and let's see how hard Marissa has made these. I'm going to go to Jim. Hey, Jim. Pow. Pow. How, how you doing, man? How you doing? Wonderful. All right, so we're going to play the clip for you. It's a looped song, just a small portion of the song. If you can identify it, and we'll give you a prize. You ready to try it? Sounds good. Here we go, Jim. Listen up closely. I, I love it. Oh my! I don't have bacon. God, Jim, it's all right. Jim, do you know what it is? Uh, Pearl Jam. No. Uh, you got the band wrong, but we we need the title uh, of the song, not just the uh, the artist. So let's go. To, let's go to RJ. Hey, RJ, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, bud? How's it going? Good, bud. Talk. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Here's the loop. Listen. <laughs> RJ, do you have any idea? Oh my, I have no. Wow! Idea. When okay. you hear what it is, yeah, you'll oh be. Yeah. yeah. All right, thanks, man. All right, uh, let's go next to Zach. Hey, Zach. Yo. Yo, bud. All right, we're playing loop. There it is. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I know it already. All right, but let's listen to it again. <laughs> All right, Zach. Tell me what song that is. Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. You are yeah. absolutely correct. Hang on a second. What are we going to give him, Case? All right, we got a pair of tickets to see comedian Cal Penn Saturday, February 1st at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. You can click on concerts at WMMR.com for complete sale info, including a pre-sale. <laughs> Do we have the actual? No. Marissa? That's all right. Don't worry about it. That's okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Knees, knees. All right. Uh, now, I'm not going to look this time, so all I'll right. play along with you guys. Um, let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, monkey pig ass. Yeah, monkey buddy. pig ass. Old school. All right, Bill, you ready for your clip? Absolutely. All right, listen closely. Loop, there it is. Here it is. I like it. I do know that one. That's pretty easy. Bill, you have any idea? Uh, I don't think so, actually. All right. All right. Thanks anyway, bud. Uh, next, next, we will go to Rich. Hi, Rich. You guys rock. Oh, you're the man, Rich. Let's see if you can get this. Listen up. Here is your loop.
Rich? Damn, uh, I don't have a clue, guys. Oh, all right, Richard. sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Let's go next to Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, what's going on, guys? All right, Chris, playing loop. There it is. I'm going to give it to you. Here it comes. You ready? Go for it. Steve knows it. Kathy, do you have an idea? No. What it is? All right. How about you, Nick? I got it. You know what it is. All right. Uh, Chris, any idea? No idea. Guns uh, and Roses well. is much easier. Guns and Roses is much easier. All right. We'll do two more before we bail on this one. I'll go to Jim. Hi, Jim. Morning, Grandma. Morning, Grandma. Uh, Jim, so we've played it a few times. You need to hear it again? No, because I don't think it's going to get any easier hearing it again. Um, you got any guesses? I think so. Is it uh, Pink Floyd, Welcome to the Machine? No, no. I'm sorry, man. That's an interesting guess, uh, but uh, at least you tried. Let me go next to Amber. Hi there, Amber. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Amber, you want to hear that clip? Uh, I have no idea what it is. I'll play, I'll play it one more time. Listen closely. Here we go. Amber? I still don't know. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like if you were to just uh, listen to the one little clip that is not even a second long, that... um, That you would know it? That you would know it. Well, that's what I was saying. When it loops, that it kind of destroys it. And and it makes it a little bit different. By the way, Nick, is our text messaging still 10 minutes behind Uh, everything we do? we've upped it to 17 minutes because uh, we like living in the past. I was going to see if uh, if, uh, texters were getting it right. No, but somebody did say I know everything. Oh, okay. Hey, that you know everything? Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. See? if you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's School's Out for the Summer by uh, Alice Cooper. Oh. We actually have the right. song now, Preston. All right. And that's it. It works that way, you see. All right, so we got no winner on that one. We'll try a new one. We've reloaded, and we will go to Brian for the answer. Hey, or Brian, to try it out, I should say. Hey, Brian. Hey. Hey. All right, Brian, let's uh, try this loop out on you. You ready? All right. Brand new one. Here we go. Now, that sounds like a stuck record. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Uh, Brian, you know what it is? No. Uh, oh, man. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Dean. Hey, Dean, how you doing? How's it going? Good morning, guys. Good morning, Dean. We're playing loop. There it is. You need to hear that one? Yes. All right, here we go. Dean? Ah, it's a tough one, guys. Sorry. All right. It's a perfect example where I know I know it, but I'm not fully formulating it. Yeah, these are all really big hit songs. Marissa didn't pull uh, any obscure ones yet, so let's go next to Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Uh, Good, Mark. I'm going to play it for you unless you want to answer it. Uh, This one I don't. I I knew the last one, but not this one. Uh, Let's try it again, though. Listen closely. Open your ears, because here it comes. All right, Mark. Uh, I got nothing. Wow. I'm, man. I'm okay. disappointed. 
Yeah, this is a, Nick. This... Do, do people seventeen minutes ago get it? Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. Because I haven't even gotten to the hard ones yet. I mean, I have ones that are labeled hard and okay. harder. Wow. And, I, and I'm, I'm starting with the easy ones. Okay. All right. Somebody will get this. Lou, are you there? Yeah, it's Luke. Uh, Luke, Who's I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, who is Lou? This is Luke. <laughs> Luke, do you need to hear that loop again? Yeah, I guess I do. I knew all the other ones. That's oh. one. This one's a hard one. Yeah. Here we go. Listen. All right, Lou. Luke. Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> Do you know the answer? Uh, it's a Foo Fighters song. No, it's not. No, right, it's not. No. Sorry, man. Uh, All right, bad. bye-bye. <laughs> oh. All right, let's try another one. This is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Hi, Teresa. Do you need to hear that again? Um, I, yeah. Oh. All right, hold on. Here we go. All right, Teresa. Is it Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? No. Wow. Nice, nice guess, though. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll. How about a clue? Yeah, give a clue. It was the. It was the breakout song for this band, and it was their biggest hit ever. Oh, I think. I think I know it now. Yeah, it was a, uh, and it started an entire movement of music. How about that? All right, we'll go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey. Hey, Joe, do you know what song that is, or do you want to hear it? I believe it? I do. No, I, I'll take my guess. Yeah. Uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. You are correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is correct. Yo, Joe, hang on a second. We're going to get your information. That's hard. That's so I it. could hear that chunk in my mind that I was trying to retro... Right. Figure it. It's hard and when it's so repeating. I yeah. knew that was the chunk, and I'm like, where am I getting back to? Uh, Joe, here's what we got for you. All right, for Joe. <laughs> Joe. For Drew. Drew. Okay, we have a pair of tickets to see Cal Penn Saturday, February 1st at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Click concerts at WMMR.com for complete sale info, including pre-sale. All right, do you want to try a hard one, Kevin? Yeah. All right, so we're going to go hard. Um, and then we have and hard purple. and hardest. We're going to go hard, hard and harder. <laughs> hard and firm. Throbbing. Uh, so it's going to go, it's going to start it hard, and then the next one is going to be harder, and then the one after that is going to be throbbing. Wow, okay. The end is purple. Let me go to <laughs> Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, Press, how are you? Good, buddy. All right, so we're going to try the hard one out on you. Um, can you take a hard one? Sure. All right. Grab your ankles, because here it comes. <laughs> I think I know this one. I have to look. So, uh, yep. All right, Dave. You know what it is? No idea. No. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, we'll, Dave! we'll go next to Todd. Hey, Todd. How you doing? Good. We're playing loop. There it is. You want to hear that one again? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Todd. Is it Ozzy? Nope. Nope. All right. So I don't know this one. It's a live track. Oh, okay. Maybe that. There's a, there's a oh. clue. So you mean it was re- it was recorded live? Yeah, that's what that means. Let me go to Connie. <laughs> live, like a chicken. Hi, yeah. Connie. Yes. Yes, Connie. 
Yes, I'm here. Okay, do you want to hear that loop again? Yes, please. All right, here we go. <laughs> No, not Crazy Train. Everyone guesses Crazy Train for every song. Eventually, it'll be Crazy Train. We'll go to Jim next. Hey, Jim. Hey, how you doing? All right, good. So, you want to hear that loop? Sure. All right, here we go. All right, Jim. So, uh, Casey's clue. (laughs) It was, yeah, yeah, it was a very obscure clue, but, yeah. Jim? Now I have it. Yeah, I knew them all before this one. This one's really, really tough. It's Crazy Train. No, No, (laughs) it's not. It's not. Any guesses? I don't. Thanks, man. Let's do one more. We'll go to uh, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Kevin, we are playing Loop. There it is. Did you hear it? Yes. You want to hear it again, or are you good? Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely. Here we go. All right, Kevin. Immigrant song? No. <laughs> so what happens is, is if you were to, as you said, Casey, if you were to just hear the one part not looped, because the looping creates That's, a false yeah. rhythm that throws you off. Yep. Um, but isolated, one little flash, would you might get it. I, I will give one hint, and we'll go to one more caller. Okay? It's a song from the hottest band in the world. All right? The song from the hottest band in the world. I'll go to Julian. Hi, Julian. Hi guys, I I have no idea. You got nothing, huh? Listen to it and just just for, and something might click right here. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Is it could have been me by the Struts? Mm, uh, no. no. The hottest band in the world? No. Sorry about that. No. The, right. the hottest band in the world is Kiss. Kiss. If you've ever heard live music, the hottest band in the world, Kiss. Uh, it's I want to rock and roll all night and party mm-hmm. every day. And chicken dinner every night. That's right. Wait. That was just the one little. Uh, oh, do you have the whole thing? Rock I... Yes, we do. I want to. Okay. All right. That's a hard one. Um, it's only going to get harder. Let's do harder. And we will the end is purple. go next to, while well, we're getting that queued up, I have Scott who's going to try it out. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. Did you have any idea what that last one was? No, I didn't hear. Can you play it again? Uh, no, no. We, we, we already passed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we revealed what it was, and now we're doing one that's even harder than that, okay? Oh, okay. Come on. All right, you can do it. Here we go, Scott. Listen in. Here's the song. Think it's pretty easy, actually. Yeah. All right, Scott. You sure it was a song? Because it sounds like a meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Any guess? I have no clue. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Bernadette. Hi, Bernadette. Hey, how are you doing? Good. We're playing loop. There it is. The hard edition. You need to hear that uh, loop again. I think it's El- Elton John's Philadelphia Feeling. You're damn right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, hang she on, said hang Philadelphia on. Feeling. Yeah. Uh, so she said Freedom. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> What'd you say, Bernadette? Elton John's Philadelphia feeling. And then I said yes. 
Uh, I'm going to give it to you, but shame on you. <laughs> because Bernadette... Have, have, for, hold on a second. How old are you, Bernadette? If you don't mind me asking a lady's age here, how old are you? 46. And how long have you been singing the lyrics, Philadelphia Feeling? My whole life. <laughs> okay. This is a little intervention here for you, Bernadette. The song is actually called Philadelphia Freedom. Oh, <laughs> Did you really not? You thought it was feeling this whole time? I knew I just got nervous, and I was like, Yeah. Her whole okay. life, Philadelphia feeling. Well, Shine on me. Listen, it's our, there's nothing wrong. We all have one of those. Of course we do. Oh, my God. But not for a really obvious one like that. <laughs> all right, Bernadette, we got a prize for you, Casey. We got a is... case of Yards Brawler. It's perfect for fall tailgates, impromptu celebrations. Look for Yards Brawler in the orange case. Wherever you find beers are sold, including Goshen Beverage in Westchester. All right, fair enough. Uh, do we have time for one more or no? This is the hardest one. All right. Let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. Or should, do we need to play the clip of Philadelphia feeling? Or, no, or, no, no, we're okay. Evan. <laughs> hey, yeah, I agreed, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Uh, put two down for me. Mark, <laughs> you're on the air, bud. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Good yeah, morning, sir. Hey, so we're, we're getting ready. This is our last one for Loop. There it is. It is I supposed know. to and, be the hardest. And, yeah. All right. And I've, I've known one or two, and I'm hoping that I can get this one. So why don't you just give it to me, and we'll see. Hey, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah. You right. do your thing. You, you do you. Here comes your clip. <laughs> I have to look. I have no yeah. idea what this no is. Yeah, I can't believe she did me like that. Wow. I think this yeah. I think I know what this yeah. is. That uh, might be the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Crazy train, right? right? Uh no. Okay. Um harder than that. Yes. Let's go uh Death Leopard, pour some sugar on. Wow. Interesting guess. No, it's not anywhere near it, but I'm I'm glad that you at least guessed. But thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go next to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Yo, bud. We're playing loop. There it is. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Never would have gotten this one. Mike, any idea? And I'm not going to get it either. All right. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, maybe we should roll out some clues slowly yeah. on this. How about um, this artist is no longer with us, and it is a solo artist mm-hmm. who did this particular song. So that's clue number one, okay? Uh, we'll go to Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Good morning, and Gadzooks to you, Brittany. You ready? Yes. All right, here we I go. Know. I'm sorry. I got to All right, Brittany. I don't know. All right. It's really hard. I could even tell you who it is. Okay. And I bet you'd have a hard time coming up with what song it is. I think I have a guess now. You want to guess who it is at least? Let's go ahead and just reveal who who you think it is. Can I say it? Yeah. Is it Tom Petty? It is Tom Petty. Okay. Okay. Good clue. But let's see. (laughs) Well, listen, still, you got to figure out the The song. song. I know. Because even with that clue, I couldn't have gotten this. Jake, are you there? Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. And he's got so many songs. Yeah. Uh, Jake, any idea? 
Oh, man. Uh, running down a dream? Nope. Thank you, though. Appreciate it. We got to wrap it up. Crazy train? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, All right. Case, don't do me like that. All right, let me go to uh, <laughs> right. Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey. Dan, uh, we're going to play the loop. You ready? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. All right, Dan. Uh, would that be American Girl? No, it's not. And we got to wrap it up, right? We do. Uh, I actually said the title yeah. of it. It's Don't Do Me Like That. Yeah. Uh, I never would have gotten that. That was way too hard. Do you have the clip of the, uh, that section yeah, of the song? Yeah, I think I got to go all the way up top. Because I want to hear. Oh, yeah, there it is. Here we go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. She said play this one. All right, here we go. Yeah. Wait. That's it? No way. Wow. Right. No way. Marissa? Hey! Nice work, Marissa. Yeah, yeah. Way to give 110%. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for playing, gang. Sorry we made it so hard on you today. But every now and then, we got to test you. We had you know? winners, and everyone who was a half hour ago was doing great. Uh, you know what? I still... Yeah, okay. People got uh, Alice Cooper right, uh, <laughs> so congratulations. And then they said they love the show, Barsky. From uh, 17 minutes ago. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> but I do have two of these left, four packs of passes to join us. With a happy place tonight, tonight, by the tonight, way, tonight, six to eight p.m. The Preston and Steve Show. We will be there. We'll take callers uh, sixteen and seventeen at two one five two six three WMMR, and we will set you up. So give us a call right now. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Hey, gang, starting Monday, December 2nd, we are camping out and broadcasting our show from Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. It's Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance and fueled in part by Energy Transfer. Now, join us for special guests each morning inside the warm confines of the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent with free hot coffee from Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Join us on site and drop off your non-perishable food donations at the General Building Contractors Association Demolish Hunger Donation Area. Camp Out would not be possible without the generosity of you, our great friends and listeners, and our partners. Mid-Atlantic Packaging, Xfinity from Comcast, Mayfair Fence, Town Square Rentals, Pods Moving and Storage, Ryan Party Rentals, and National Event Services. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We talked so much in that last segment, i got to keep this kind of short, so let's get to the Bizarre File now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Red Robin. Red Robin believes that every meal should be meaningful, every moment joyful, and every bite blissful. Find your closest location at redrobinpa.com. That's Red Robin. Yum. Yum! All right, uh, we're going to start with this one. I love this. There's a point... At which you can get in trouble for pointing your pointer finger at someone. A 31-year-old woman from Florida apparently reached that point as she was accused of pointing her right pointer finger at her husband and not stopping. And I keep thinking of, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I know. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Stop looking at me. Uh, The husband pointed out to police that he and his wife returned home from a party. He said his wife was beyond intoxication, but he evidently didn't belabor the point. He said that his wife started an argument over their relationship. He tried to leave, though the affidavit did not state whether he expressed concern about things reaching the boiling point. Get it? Or getting to the point of no return or being of the opinion that quarreling was pointless. Get it? Dear God. He said his wife got in front of him to stop him from leaving, and he alleges his wife, quote, and this is according to the report, 
kept pointing her right pointer finger at him and would not stop. And police responded to this. They did. Oh Meanwhile, uh, from awesome. the husband's uh, view, he told investigators his wife pointer finger struck him in the left corner of his left oh eye. Oh my god! So there you oh go. Oh my god! Uh, so that could have killed him. Thus, in terms of who pointed the pointer finger, the husband pointed the finger at his wife. Uh, the wife, however, had a different story. She said that while at the party, her husband got jealous, but she wouldn't say why. Uh, and she said the incident never reached the point of physical violence, and she didn't know how her husband got the mark near his eye. Uh, they just come back from seeing the Pointer Sisters. Uh, she was arrested <laughs> on a battery charge, yeah. yes. Uh, so, there you go. How about we go with this one? Samantha Mead was fined just under $2,000 after yelling at Erica Stoter for eating hard-boiled eggs on a rush hour train in England. You can't do that? Stoder says Mead, who works for the city, approached her aggressively and asked her if she spoke English and then called her disgusting before adding, you don't know who I am. Be careful. Do you want to go outside? Stoder says that she had to eat her breakfast at that specific time due to her diet and that she was contact- she contacted police uh, about the incident. She apparently, the, the woman thought it was uh, the eggs smelled bad. Oh, okay. So that's why she was telling her to stop and so eating. she asked her to go outside on a moving train? Right. Mead claims that she was calling uh, the food disgusting and not Stoder herself. She was ultimately fined uh, about $900 in order to pay Stoder $960 in compensation, but was cleared of racially aggravated public order offense. But listen, eggs can be a little bit smelly, but I mean... Somebody, you got to eat, right? Nah, you just you just kill a person. Oh, you could do that. Yeah. Um, a Texas woman, speaking of smelling bad, miraculously found her engagement ring among 10 tons of trash. Wow. Oh, wow. After she mistakenly threw it away, Nellie Cabine uh, took to Facebook to share her story, saying that she threw away her ring because of a miscommunication. She said, Friday morning, I had to call a landfill. Uh, because I accidentally threw away my ring that my husband gave me when he proposed to me five years ago. The ring meant everything to me, and because of a miscommunication, I accidentally threw it away. Trash had already been picked up when she realized that she had thrown it away. She called the landfill and spoke to the special waste coordinator, Karen Fuller, and she wanted. she said she wanted me to stay realistic to the fact that finding the ring was like finding a needle in a haystack. She gave the woman the details about the trash bag color, and what the ring looked like. Uh, the garbage truck driver, uh, Fuller told the garbage truck driver about the ring. He and his crew searched through the trash for the ring. They found it. Wow. After only searching for 10 minutes, it got 10 minutes. crazy oh, lucky. Nice. It had to have been near the end of their uh, uh, their run. Uh, so, Cabine said, I was floored that they found the ring. It looked They looked through thousands of pieces of trash to find something special for someone they didn't even know. They did not have to do that, yet they went beyond their call of duty to help. And for that, I am forever thankful. So, I thought that was a nice story. That's we looked, excellent. We looked through trash, laundry, uh, food to find my mom's ring. She lost her ring. This is the second time she actually lost it. Oh, and man. second time, couldn't find it. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah, it happens. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the B-File. Sorry to keep this break short. We'll come back in a moment. We'll ask a lesson question. See what you've learned from today's program. Maybe you want a prize, and we have trash and music news as well. Stay right there. Be back in a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Got some stuff concerning... 
Uh, one Mr. Scott Weiland coming up in Music News, which will be along shortly. Real quick, I want to thank again uh, Village Pantry for being here this morning and bringing us fine, fine Deets and Watson Eats. Uh, fans of Village Pantry in Feasterville can call them simply one of the best places there is. An absolute artist uh-huh. when it comes to hoagies. Yeah. Uh, the neighborhood gem is also a big supporter of their local community, and it's worth the drive to uh, to Bucksco to check out any of their hometown homemade favorites. They brought by the Triple Crown Hoagie, which has uh, Deets and Watson smoky horseradish sauce, Deets and Watson horseradish cheddar cheese, and Deets and Watson London broil roast beef. And they brought some other hoagies as well. So I'm going to have those for lunch a little bit later on, but they are part of the real Philly Deli crew at Deets and Watson. You'll find them on Bridgetown Pike in Feasterville, Trebos, PA. Let's do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a case of Yards Brawler for the correct answer. And the question that we'll ask today is, it's Condoleezza's Rice birthday, uh, Condoleezza Rice's birthday today. Uh, who is she performing with? What troupe when she was at the Man Music Center? 215-263-WMMR. Who was Condoleezza Rice performing with? When she was at the Man Music Center. If you were listening and you know the answer, this is your opportunity to call and win a prize now. 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to give away Yards Brawler, as I said. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Temple Football. Temple Football Battles Tulane this Saturday. That'll be at noon. Lincoln Financial Field, and it's sponsored by Vantage. Bring a canned food item to the game and save $5 on tickets. Visit OwlsTicks.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, rapper Kodak Black sentenced to four years in prison and three years of supervised release after pleading guilty in a federal gun case. I tried to tell him to stay away from those damn guns, said fellow rapper and friend Polaroid Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) A portrait of Austrian composer Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart expected to fetch upwards of $1.5 million when it goes up for sale at or auction at Christie's. The portrait is exceptionally rare because it's the picture Mozart used on his driver's license. Hey! And finally, Sarah Palin says she felt as if she had been shot when her husband filed for divorce, claiming one of their kids is not his. Palin says the hardest part has been telling the kids, Trig, Track, Trip, Trot, and Murray Blumfeld. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. All right. Let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Who is Condoleezza Rice performing with when she was at the Man Music Center? Maybe I should have said not really. Uh, (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening earlier this morning and you heard us say this, then uh, you should know the answer. Uh, and if you do, you should call in now. The designated caller is going to get it. So let's go to Matt, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Matt, how you doing, bud? I want two tickets to Cow Cow. Cow Cow. Cow Cow. Cow Cow. Who is Condoleezza Rice performing with when she was at the Man Music Center? That would be the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. You got it, Matt. Hang on a second, man. We'll get your information. And we are going to set you up with a case of Yards Brawler, perfect fall for, perfect for fall, I should say, and Tailgates Yards Brawler's Philly beer with a knockout flavor. Look for it in the orange case wherever fine beers are sold, including High Tides Cafe, and that's in Ben Salem. We will now get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 
dickhead. Brought to you this morning by Deets and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. You can start your pregame with their fan favorite 100% all beef franks. Uh, Tool is going to be releasing an expanded what they call book edition of the band's new album, Fear Inoculum, and that'll be on December 13th. The new version includes five 3D uh, lenticular cards with exclusive graphics and expanded 56-page booklet with an additional never-before-seen art included, a download of the groundbreaking video, uh, and recusant ad infinitum, and also a CD. Uh, Drummer Danny Carey said a while back that Tool's elaborate album designs are inspired by previous rock artists. He said, we all grew up, I think, listening to bands like Pink Floyd and Yes and, you know, the art rock bands that always tried to create this fantasy thing that was larger than life. And that was a big inspiration for sure. I'm glad they're carrying on that tradition. I always love that stuff. The initial physical version of Tool's Fist Studio LP, which arrived on August 30th, is now sold out. It featured a 4-inch HD rechargeable screen with exclusive video footage, a charging cable, a 2-watt speaker, a 36-page booklet, and digital download cards. It it was pretty wild. I saw somebody uh, on social media displaying theirs, and it was this cool little device. It's an awesome keepsake. If you're a big-time fan, that's something cool to hang on to. Uh, The widow widow of uh, Late Stone Temple Pilots and Velvet Revolver singer Scott Weiland is selling the hats that her husband wore during his time with Velvet Revolver on eBay. Each hat has a starting bid of $3,500. A message from Jamie Wyland on the eBay auction page reads, Scott Wyland's black and red skull hat from Velvet Revolver days. Authentic. This hat was gifted to me by my late husband before he passed. It has been protected from light, dust, etc. in a container in my home. A certificate of authenticity will be included. Please message me if you have any questions. Uh, she explained her decision... To sell the hats and a message on Instagram writing, my husband gifted these to me years ago and they've been carefully cared for. And despite my affinity for the hats, I have never worn them. Uh, I would prefer to, of course, keep them. But due to some not fun changes in my life, I need to part with them. Last August, a claim by Jamie against her late husband's estate was denied. Uh, The widow asserted over three years earlier that the estate owed her more than $64,000 as a result of a prenuptial agreement between her and Scott. Uh, the singer's second wife, Mary Forsberg, uh, who was also the head of the estate, had previously argued that Jamie did not file the paperwork properly, and her claim had since lapsed. So it was only $64,000. Mm-hmm. And if she's selling these hats, she must be hard up for some uh, My money. guess is yes. Yeah, so. Uh, but if you're a collector, then that's uh, maybe an item for you. The Offspring guitarist Kevin Noodles Wasserman has confirmed that the band's long-awaited 10th studio album has been completed. He said, the artwork needs to be done, and we have a rough track listing. We've even gone and done more music since. Uh, we just need a distribution deal, and we want that done by the end of the year. Then we can, re- uh, we can release early next year. Uh, the follow-up to 2012's Days Go By was once again produced by Motley Crue and Metallica producer Bob Rock who also worked with the band's last two LPs. Uh, The Offspring's last single, uh, Coming For You, dropped in 2015, and Wasserman had called it a good indication of what the band's new LP would sound like. Nine Inch Nails duo Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have added a Country Music Association Award, the CMA, uh, to their other accolades on their shelf. How about that? 
massive crossover hit <clears throat> called Old Town Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it features a sample of Nine Inch Nails' 34 Ghost 4, or 1 through 4, or yeah, 1 through 4. Uh, one uh, for musical event of the year, beating folks like Blake Shelton, Maren Morris, and Garth Brooks. So it's just a sample. I think that, okay. And I guess so, technically it's part of the song. So they win for that. Yeah. Uh, so you know the song, Case? Oh, yeah. You it's know a it. huge, huge hit. I do. I'll take my hook on the hometown road and on a till I can't no more. I don't know country music. It's not a country all. music song though. It's a it's a hip hop song, but Oh. Yeah, I don't know hip hop. Riding at all. on a horse and dim dim birth and Riding on a horse and dim birth. Uh the fifty third got a horse and his name is Boris. <laughs> the CMA's uh, officially aired last night. Uh Reznor recently acknowledged Old Town Road in an interview for Rolling Stone calling Little Nas X's sampling of Nine Inch Nails very flattering. He added at first when you hear your stuff turned into something else, uh, it always feels awkward because it's something that uh, intimately came to you for in some way, from in some way. Uh, but I thought that he did, good, did a good job with it, he said. Uh, he also said in the same interview that he and Ross plan to make new Nine Inch Nails music as soon as they are finished with their work on the scores for HBO's new Watchmen series and the upcoming Pixar movie, Soul. Yeah, that song was on the chart for a long time. Really? Yeah, little Nas and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, so, yeah, I don't know that yeah. stuff at all. Uh, so, uh, Weezer has released a music video for the song California Snow. Starring comic actor Adam Devine, the ah. tune appears on the soundtrack for the 2018 indie film Spell, which opens in select theaters on Friday with a video-on-demand release on November 19th. Film score is by Fallout Boy frontman Patrick Stump, by the way. And then one last item. With the success of the big screen portrayals of his friends, Elton John and Freddie Mercury, capturing the public's attention, not to mention the big bucks at the box office, Rod Stewart is thinking about a biopic. He's just, he's not, you know, he just thinks the idea would be cool. Uh, but uh, so far, there's nobody is no. stepping up to the plate and producing. No, he told Rolling Stone, I'd love to do that. My two youngest boys are eight and ten. They said, Dad, we look like you. We can be the young you. <laughs> he said, I'd love to see that happen. He said, I wouldn't want to do it like Elton John's movie Rocket Man. That turned out a bit like Mamma Mia. He said, but the Queen one, Bohemian Rhapsody, was bloody marvelous. I loved it. Now, whether or not it won't, whether or whether it will or won't happen, I don't know. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. He said. I think that what they should do is if they want to get inventive, get Elton John to play Rod Stewart. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have a breaking news story when you're done. All right. All right. On November 22nd, Rod will release "You're in My Heart." Rod Stewart with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, but explained that he's already sizing up his next studio project, which might include the early Bob Dylan cast-off "Walls of Red Wing." Huh. Uh, some Celtic folk music and assorted Willie Nelson tunes. Oh, there's a. We have a, a clip of Willie Nelson uh, when you're done with this singing uh, "Rainbow Connection" from oh, the wow. CMAs Willie last Nelson night. Or is it oh, Neil that's Young? Great. I thought it was Willie Nelson. Uh, Hold okay, on. Marissa has it labeled Neil Young. She might have made a mistake. I was a little off this morning. <laughs> it's Willie I'm not Nelson. Not having a great day. Okay. That's okay. I listened to it and I guessed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that should. I love Willie Nelson. Really? <laughs> he sounds nothing like uh, Neil Young. It, it, it actually doesn't sound a lot like Willie Nelson. Either. Oh, really? It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, real quick. Um, 
Uh, Rod also touched on the fact that he a possible collaboration with uh, former bandmate Jeff Beck, which would be pretty awesome. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so can we hear that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ready. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. And you, you tell me what you okay. think. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? Something's wrong with his voice. Yeah. And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. There's something, I right? He's going to cry yeah, or uh, something. Yeah. Or but... not unless it was actually Nick Nolte dubbing it. Unless it's, yeah, because he's got a beautiful voice. Right. And that's uh, <laughs> clear that it doesn't sound like that. Uh, all right, you have music, breaking news? Uh, yeah, yeah, let me hit this little button for you there, Preston. Break, break, breaking news, breaking news. Is this what I'm holding in my hand? Yeah. Oh, okay, I have not read this yet. Um, Hot off the presses. Kiss announced today the end of the road comes to its end on July 21st, 2021. Kiss to perform at Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall, Saturday, August 29th. That's Atlantic City. Yes. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's just constantly... The end of the road people. tour comes at the end of July, at July 21st. It's over. Isn't it, aren't they saying that it's And then up? they're going to perform in... That's 2021. Next year's 2020. Whoa. Oh, oh, dear What's Lord. What's going on here? So, so the end of the road doesn't end until 2021. Essentially, a little less than two years from now. Mm-hmm. But next year, 2020... August 29th. Okay, this right. is goddamn confused. We're goddamn ridiculous. We're goddamn ridiculous. Uh, Kiss is going to be playing at the uh, Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall Saturday, August 29th. Uh, tickets are on sale to the general public on Friday, November 22nd. Will that be the final show of our career? No, the final show of your career will be roughly a year after that. All right. And the they haven't announced where that's going to be right. yet. So you still have time to uh, uh, to plan other keep, shows. Keep and- plucking those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, there you go. That's yeah. uh, that's music news for you, friends. That's it. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back with a letter of the day, word of the week, all that stuff that we do when we wrap up the program. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. You know the time has come, so don't let me Shine down. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. The band is Crowbot on 93.3 WNMR. I like the groove, and that song is called Low Life. 10.30 with the press of the Steve Show. Uh, today's high temperature, 47. A little warmer than yesterday, so nice, nice. Every, anything moving upward would be good. Uh, and that'll continue tomorrow. Partly cloudy skies have about 54, and then we'll be back into the 30s on Bless you. Saturday. Bless you, Casey. Uh, sunny tomorrow and uh, cloudy on Sunday, high about 42. I can't believe it's this cold already. I know. It's, uh, it's, it's abnormal. Yeah, it's just a little, it's a little blip. This weekend, though, I'm definitely sorry. I have, I have a lot of my uh, Christmas decorations in place and ready to start uh like fluffing, like in the porn industry, there's a fluffer. I'm going to fluff <laughs> yeah. my external Christmas tree. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, you have to take the because it's a fake one that I have on on my display next to my big Santa. So I have to do that and run my lights, but everything's in place. And then I just take my Halloween lights that are all run and leave them in place and then yeah. switch it out. If everything goes according to Hoyle, it should be good. A lot of people t- doing that as well. I see a lot of people putting out their Christmas stuff a little bit earlier. Yeah. Kat, if it stays like this, that I'm just so grateful that I get to go on uh, six dogs walks a day. Um, when it's freezing out. When it's freezing out <laughs> and raining out. It's the best that I get to walk my dogs. Wait, Steve, Three times a day, two dogs. Steve, real quick, I saw this. You may have seen it. It was going around uh, social media, but it's a baby elephants are born weighing approximately 250 pounds, making them the world's biggest babies, right next to the people who complain about others celebrating Christmas too early. <laughs> <laughs> We're not babies. <laughs> we just like Thanksgiving. I just think it keeps things. Yeah, it's, let's let's live with Thanksgiving. Oh, I agree. And in fact, so my idea is, is you know, uh, that... It's set for after Thanksgiving to flick the lights on everything, and then you're in Christmas mode. I think I was thinking about maybe going out and getting one of those big inflatable turkeys and putting I'm that putting on it, my Oh, lawn. you should. You know I'm, I'm thinking you about should, doing it. Should. I saw one the other day. I thought it looked pretty cute. I'm like, okay. They're cute. I, I love that holiday, and I think it needs some representation in my neighborhood, we, so maybe I should go get one. Maybe next year we should um, decorate for Thanksgiving, like yeah. Pierre does for uh, Christmas. We could do our studio for Thanksgiving. Not a bad idea. Would it involve succulents? Oh my, so many succulents? <laughs> there will be so many succulents in Dear here. Kat, Kathy is succulent <laughs> crazy. My name is succulents. I hear you want some loving. Yeah. Uh, what the we should do is decorate. Oh, my God, succulents. Let's get these for Bill Weston's lawn. Uh, the turkeys. In our birth. And just with the neighbors. It. Yeah. It's like yeah. 30 inflatables. Yeah, what is that? How much does that one cost? Uh, Six w- foot tall. Where's the price? Yeah. This you is one where you have to bricks. select the option. bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I want to thank Village Pantry again for bringing in food this morning. And, Yay! Um, Yep, and uh, with Deets and Watson, we appreciate it. Uh, the food is fantastic. And Excellent. They're helping to promote all the fantastic delis in our area that Deets and Watson is featuring in their Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, and you can check them out at realphillydeli.com. And by the way, uh, Village Pantry is at 1750 Bridgetown Pike in the Feasterville Trevos area of Pennsylvania, so it helped out a lot. No guests on the program today. So. Didn't need them. That's how entertaining we were. <laughs> well, it was fun. I actually had a really good time playing uh, playing the contest and everything. It was we're cool. still getting texts about the contest. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> seriously, I'm not exaggerating. They're now 34 minutes behind. Oh, my God. So our, our tech system has been off all day. It's been living in the past. <laughs> and yeah. yesterday, too. Yeah, uh, it's it's been glitchy. Uh, somebody told me at one point uh, in the recent history that Mercury was in retrograde again. I don't know. See, I that one it, that says... Con- uh, good luck on your first camp out for hunger. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it happened the moment that somebody sent a company-wide email out. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, up everything. And, and it messed everything up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, no thank yous to guests, but we do need to do a letter of the day. So, we ready for that? Mm-hmm. Here we go. What? Preston and Steve <laughs> on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. Ought I hit the button. Uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in, oh, uh, orange, orange. Oh. oh, my balls! Oh, my balls! Oh, my balls! You couldn't think of something? I didn't know what to say. All right. Well, we thought that perhaps you know Pierre's been in the building doing a lot of HVAC work. We thought yeah. we'd make it in. <laughs> uh, Five hundred dollar Ashley Home Stores gift cards. What we got to give away tomorrow? By the way, we'll have that. You can stop in any of the eleven Ashley. Uh, home stores in our area now through November 30th and registered to win this beautiful green room furniture that's going to be set up at the Camp Out for Hunger green room 
The sofa, love seat, coffee table, end tables and lamps all can be yours. It's always incredibly comfortable, as you pointed out. It's just the best furniture. Ashley Home Stores, a proud sponsor of the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, let me go ahead and thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking. Fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Also brought to you by Meineke, America's Choice for Auto Repair. Now, tomorrow, complete opposite of today. We have a lot of guests on tomorrow's show. Uh, WWE superstars uh, Sami Zayn ah. and Shinsuke Nakamura are going to be in our studio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, you had uh, mentioned dogs earlier, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Or Casey did, actually, about walking dogs. John O'Hurley's going to be in. Excellent. And he's usually in for the dog show. The, uh, and is that why he's, he's in town, Kate? Yeah, the National Dog Show. That's yeah. a, it's, it actually is, I think, the single highest viewing of any show on television throughout the year. Something like that. It's on after th- the Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, so uh, John will be joining us, so we'll spend some time with him. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Dog, it is 21 degrees outside. me. Next message. Oh, I love the smell of uh, fresh Nanapuya. Oh, have a yet cup of Nanapuya. Bye-bye. Next message. I swear we have some of the worst driving in the country. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.